Click. Ac- click is more click. accurate. Click, click, boom. And Action Jackson. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I guess. Yeah, I, we, I, I'm just letting this roll. We're going. We're live, baby. Yeah. This is this what, is action. What, why don't you explain the? Uh, we're not explaining we... Jack. We're 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 just going right into it. We're just going to start <laughs> into the. I was going to start off with Guess Who's Back, back again. Uh, oh, <laughs> if I, if I already didn't hear that song too many times, the fucking like Despic- Despicable Me Two preview like did it a lot. And like, isn't this like a kids movie? Because there's nothing yeah. kid friendly about Eminem. <laughs> like absolutely nothing. Especially, especially that song. Uh... <laughs> you don't want to expose them to such yeah. terrible music in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> Screw the content. <laughs> uh, oh, the, oh, okay. I was just gonna say, like, oh, well, we're recording this on the what day is it? The ninth? Is it the ninth? Yeah. I don't even know anymore. Impeachment day. Uh, Impeachment day. <laughs> yes. Impeachment started. The second one. Uh, just a. Uh, just uh, yesterday would have been uh, the Fog's forty-first anniversary. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. Last movie I saw in theaters. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It is. Forever. Uh, forever. I don't think we're ever going back. Even though technically they are open now. If we wanted to, we could shut off the stream, go down to Rustin, and go That's... see a movie in the theaters. That's true. We could. <laughs> Will we? No, absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> because they keep promote the only movie they can promote is Wonder Woman 1984, and, <laughs> and everybody seems to hate that movie. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a while. I had COVID. I was sick. I wasn't feeling great. I was burnt out. I, I emotionally drained. Uh, yeah. Creatively drained. I couldn't. We did the Batman uh, Dark Knight one. Or, yeah. I still haven't posted that one because I have to edit the hell out of it and it is three and a half hours and I'm like, I don't have the energy for this. So I thought we would do something smaller. I say smaller in a uh, hopeful, a hopeful sense, but uh, <laughs> smaller and smaller in scale, maybe not necessarily in, uh, <laughs> in runtime. Um, <laughs> But we'll see. Uh, try to keep it chill. I figured, you know, it's been a while. We, we, me and you personally haven't talked face to face, ear to ear in a while. We did, yeah. we did a, we did a little something for our with Matt, but that was for nobody but us. No, uh, uh, but tell you what it is. yeah, yeah, it's tough secret. It's not gay. And yeah, fully clothed. <laughs> well, I wasn't fully clothed. <laughs> no, my pants are off right now. You just can't see it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we figured why not just sort of like chat about the shit that we've seen recently. Because mm-hmm. um, um, uh, you don't know this, but I try out a lot of movies. I don't make it through many of them. Jake goes if I through, do make it yeah. movie and I usually like it. So I got the skinny on a whole lot of movies. Jake uses, Jake, Jake uses it like it's a buffet. It's just like... I don't know. Do I like this? Grab one dumpling. Take take. It's like nope. Not gonna grab any more of that. Nope. <laughs> like it's... Well, like I watched the old uh, Village of the Damned, and you know they go there, and you know everyone's all passed out and stuff, and they're yeah. like, and the guy's flying over, and the guy in charge is to the pilot. He's like, okay, fly really low, and if you feel funny, pull up. And I was like, what? And then of course the guy passes out and blows up, and I'm like, what kind of fucking advice was that? And like, nope, I'm done with this movie. <laughs> 
I, I couldn't was, take it seriously after that. Right, the 1960 Village of the Lake yeah, Damned? Yeah. Is that what you saw? Okay, okay. Yeah, and, and it's the Carpenter one is exactly like it, so it's like it didn't yeah. feel like it had anything new to offer. So I was like, eh, okay, I've basically already seen this. And <laughs> after that plane stunt, that was I couldn't trust anything they did after that. <laughs> The worst is when they're going fine. Um, like, I, what's I, that movie? Jade? You know that one with uh, Dave Caruso? It's a William yes. Friedkin movie. That was yes. one that came out when I was a kid. I thought it looked cool. Never saw it. It popped <laughs> up on Amazon, and I was like, I got to see this movie. <laughs> and, and it was pretty good. And then the end just kind of like, you're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I heard there's a director's cut that fixed those problems. So I would like to see that. <laughs> it's only on Hulu, which I do not have. I do because I subscribe to the mega pack of Disney Plus. So oh, yeah. like 16 bucks gets you Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. So oh, yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, ESPN yeah, Plus has ESPN Plus has 30 for 30, which is e- extremely my shit. Just long form oh, yeah. sports documentaries on like a single subject of a sports thing. Yeah. 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 Um, it seems like every time I'm looking for a movie and it's nowhere, it's always on Hulu, and I'm like, God damn Hulu! <laughs> yeah, it's Hulu's, all on Hulu. <laughs> Hulu's Hulu's weird with the way they sort of operate. Like, what's the idea? That's how they should do it, where all the studios are working yeah. together, like pulling together. Yeah, because the streaming war business is. Yeah, well, at fun. least we're we're kind of down to the point now where it's finally sort of consolidating. It's just not in one. It's because it used to be like studios, like, okay, you can have these movies, but we're not giving you the rest kind of thing. Like we're going to, si- we're not going to give you the good ones because we're going to make that back on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. You're not getting men in black one. Yeah. You're not getting the good one. You're getting men in black two, man. Um, uh, but, uh, until you, but they want to like sell you the digital copy or whatever. But now it's like, you're kind of down to this point. Like, uh, you have the Disney services, which would be Plus and Hulu. They kind of go hand in hand. You have HBO, which is the Warner Brothers side of things. And then you have um, uh, Peacock. Peacock, which would be the Universal, NBC oh, yeah. Universal, um, Viacom stuff. And those yeah. are sort of your three big ones. And everything. And then you have Netflix, which is just like the rest and yeah. the rest. And now that. Uh, so, yeah. So, so everything's sort of like consolidated down again but oh, it just okay. it just happens to be broke across four different platforms uh, i mean yeah. it's still cheaper than cable if you just focus on the ones that you like because yeah. like i don't need um like i'm at the point now where i'm getting ready to just like do i even need netflix anymore because <laughs> uh, like even like their original movies are getting like they don't have the marvel stuff anymore oh, yeah. which was something that i loved um and they're not really getting a whole lot of like great, like between HBO max and Disney's mega set. Like I'm good to go. I like Peacock, but I like the TV yeah. stuff on Peacock more than the movie stuff on Peacock. Oh, Even though Peacock has some cool, like they have the old universal monster movies on there yeah. and they have, uh, but I like, they have law and order and Columbo, which is just something mm-hmm. that I could just throw on an episode of Columbo and just be happy for an hour. Well, you know, they're, movies. they're 90 minutes. <laughs> they're 90 minute movies. And he is so fun and enjoyable yeah, a cool as a character. I love Columbo. I'll yeah. go. <laughs> I just got Criterion, which is the first one that I actually have paid for. Cause Netflix is with my dad. Yeah. And then prime, I already just had you know, yeah. for shipping. And then Criterion, because I was like, Netflix didn't really have shit. Prime yeah. had some, Prime had stuff that I was interested in, but nothing that 
excited me. And then I'm yeah. like, if you want to buy a Criterion movie, it's at least 20 never, bucks, like 20 yeah. to 50. So yeah. half of a year will pay for Heaven's Gate. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. So, yeah. So I'm like, uh, I've watched a shitload there because there's so many, like eight and a half and like seven samurai and like all these movies that I want to see, but I'm not going to pop yeah. down that much money for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I know what's cool is, um, you know, uh, on HBO Max, the Turner Classic Movies channel has a lot of the Criterion stuff too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Criterion channel, I like the Criterion channel. I don't currently subscribe to it, but I do yeah, like Chromecast so I can watch it. Yeah, it's not because it's not exactly accessible, and it's not the greatest sort of like like the app itself isn't particularly great. You really yeah. have. To you have in order for it to be efficient you can't just kind of like type in horror in the criteria <laughs> and find oh, it yeah, you got to yeah. know what director you want you just go through yeah. the director's stuff or whatever like what what genre you want oh do you want old like you know french noir well that's we have a whole subsection of that or whatever so <laughs> i uh, i found out that my I don't sound think, bar because i don't built into it oh yeah after well, i bought I, it but whatever <laughs> I think you ended up getting the better one though, because yours I did. you got you got the one with the remote, right? The, yeah. the most recent one, and that yeah. one's got that one supports 4K, yeah. which is very cool. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but because uh, I have one that supports 4K too, I mean, I don't. Sh- yeah, uh, yeah. Well, not very little. That, like. Yeah, very little. Well, Criterion doesn't really do that on their discs, like like unless it's a modern movie, because so much of their stuff is old shit. Uh, they tend to remaster like if it was released, they, they like, they want to go for like release format. So it'll be like, we, re, we, we cleaned up the picture and we cleaned up the sound. It's still either stereo or mono. Yeah. Like, well, usually when you look at it, usually when you look at it, the first one, it's like mono and you're like, I'm not going to watch dress to kill in mono. And then you go down and you're like, Oh, there's the DTS HD yeah. one, like, yeah. like buried down there. And you're like, that should be the first one. Because, because that's the one, because they put the effort into the original release format. They, they, they go through a painstaking effort at Criterion to like when it's old, especially like the old, older stuff, yeah. they will go, they will put a ton of time into cleaning up and remastering the mono soundtrack for a lot of these movies and it's the default soundtrack in a lot of instances too yeah yeah. uh which is just the wildest thing but uh, you know they are a sort of uh one of those they're purist kind of things like they yeah the the people that that the people who that that service is really for are the people that that really care about that i just saw that arrow has a digital service now too which i'm really kind of excited about i might check that out soon oh they do yeah, I like Arrow movies a lot. They do, yeah, do like, a lot I'm of them. Thirty bucks for RoboCop. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, like I, Cruisin', I mean, that Pacino Friedkin movie that I've always wanted to see. Like, yeah, too expensive to buy without seeing it. Yeah, you know, it's cool. Like, yeah, I would love to own Creep Show too, but like they did a re- oh, cool remaster of Creep Show too, and it's you know I'm not gonna spend thirty five dollars for Creep Show too, man. Yeah, too much goddamn um, money. Yeah, they do a lot of cool horror shit at Arrow, and they have some other stuff. Yeah. Like, I think they have. Uh, Fish called Wanda. I think they put out a release of Fish oh, called yeah, Wanda. No, movies on there where you're like, "That's on there." I just saw something. Oh, uh, City Slickers. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, it's, it's funny because, yeah, City Slickers because they're sort of well known for, for being like a, a horror group. Like so much yeah. of their stuff is like horror based. And then every once in a while, like I said, City Slickers and shit like that, or like yeah. So you might check that out. I love Shutter as a streaming service. That's one of my favorites, but that is strictly horror. And horror adjacent, oh, yeah. they got and I think, uh, I think I got that for a week so I could watch uh, Nightbreed. 
Nightbreed. <laughs> yeah. And, and they did the, the um, creep show TV series. They just did a creep show TV series exclusive. And it's actually pretty good. I really liked the creep show TV series. Oh, a lot. Right, yeah. I'm a big creep show fan. <laughs> it's one of my favorites <laughs> of all time. Well, the, the, so last year I almost got uh, the criterion channel to watch heaven's gate but they didn't have Heaven's Gate on there. <laughs> and then what took me back this time was I got really into Sam Fuller because I read his book, Brainquake, because I read Brian De Palma's book called Are Snakes Necessary? And it had an ad for Brainquake. And I was like, oh, I know Sam Fuller. I've seen the big red one. And uh, I don't remember it, but I've seen it. And I was like, I really like directors that write because there's no bullshit. It's just like no fat, straight to the fucking point. Like, it's not very literary. It's just fucking telling you a story. So I was like, yeah, that sounds good. So I, I read that. And the first half is great. Then the second half just kind of putters around. Does, does, does the Criterion Channel have Rebecca on it? Uh, I don't think so. There was a few Hitchcocks, always, but I don't think that was it's always it. like one of the ones, like whenever the Criterion sale is going on, I'm always like, I'm gonna get Rebecca, and it's always like the first one gone. Ah. Like, whatever the newest one is, and Rebecca, like, oh, is always yeah. gone during those That's sales. Weird. It always bums me out. Like, yeah, Netflix, so want... Netflix did that remake of Rebecca. Oh, boy. yeah, boy, that is that is yeah, I, I, I assume, I assume, so, I mean, like. Like, you know, Rebecca was an adaption to begin with. So, you know, it's, it's not like they're remaking the Hitchcock movie. They're making yeah. a new version of the book. But it's a yeah. Hitchcock movie. Like, you yeah. have to be confident in your product yeah. when there's a Hitchcock version of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's just like The Shining. Like, you yeah. make The Shining, but it's going to be compared to the movie, not the book. Oh, that's yeah. one of the movies I finally saw while we were, so if we're talking about movies, that we saw, I finally saw Dr. Sleep. It's pretty good. It's fine. It's perfectly yeah, it fine. Uh, visually, it's very cool. Yeah, in the the way they cool handled like, uh, the end was cool, or just yeah. like the last act, I guess. Yeah. It was it was good. It was one of those where I saw it and like never thought about it ever again. <laughs> I like that. I like it was that. Good though. And then the Elliot from ET doing Jack was good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Oh, I, I finally saw the two Jakes. Oh yeah, being a Jake myself, I've always and, and that always and, and that always hung out with Jake. a Jake. Yeah, yeah having a friend Jake. We were all all the time. We are the two Jakes, and I think we was decided that he was Nicholson and I was Keitel. Even. Uh, and uh, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> it was a fucking mess. Now I am not a fan of Chinatown. I actually tried to watch it right before, and it's just it's just too slow. I'm like, oh my god, he's been standing on this cliff looking at the ocean for like five minutes, and then like a little bit later, he's in the garden and he watches the guy clean it out, and I was like, oh my god, and. Um, yeah, anyway, so then I watched the two Jakes, and I would have shut it off, but I was with my wife, and she was into it. And I was like, I can always watch Jack. Just I could watch da Jack take a dump, and it would be entertaining. <laughs> I, I watched, um, my dad had his, like, list of movies that is like, I've never seen this movie, and I've never seen this movie, and I want to see this movie. Because he was down because I had COVID. He had to go on self-quarantine, too, so he really dove into uh, uh, movie time. Um, yeah. except I didn't get to enjoy that with him, but he watched a movie, which then forced me into like, I'm going to watch that movie too, because I haven't seen it in a long time. And it was the departed. Oh, yeah. uh, I haven't that seen that in a long time. I still really like that movie, but okay. boy, yeah. it just, it, it, it takes, it, it takes the long scenic route throughout its entire plot. Um, Last time I watched but, it, I hated it because like everyone's an asshole. Everyone's cynical. It's yeah. like very self-aware in an annoying way, but, I liked it all 20 other times. Yeah. So but that's the thing, though. I don't really like Everyone's an asshole, but, like, oh, nobody's, like, 
unrealistic about their assholishness. Like everyone, like you know, these how these they are how people are. Like yeah, you know, as a, as I'm a big fan of Infernal Affairs, always even before Departed came out, I really liked Infernal yeah. Affairs, which is what this movie is, which is Departed yeah. is. Like they never say anything about it. I don't even think it's in the credits, but I mean, like it is fucking Infernal Affairs. I don't know. I don't remember. It was like best best uh, screenplay for best adapted. It was best adapted, and I think that was sort of like the only sort of like real concession that this was not an original movie. I think I remember seeing that, and I was like, "What? Yeah." (laughs) Well, that way it's a great. It's a. a, I'm a big. Yeah. Um, And he had just Kingdom uh, of Heaven, so I had my eye on that guy. Then he kind of crapped out, but he did do Mojave, which is a fucking great movie. Um, I'm a. I love like. China has this like Hong Kong has this way of making action movies that is inc- really compelling and exciting. Yeah. Um, like you know, China in general right now is big in Hollywood, but like, uh, and they do some crazy stuff. I don't know how deep into the rabbit hole you've ever gone with this stuff, but like, I there's a have, few. I do have them on my new Criterion list, like police story and stuff. Oh. The first police story is one of the most entertaining movies. Jackie Chan is a genuine like treasure. Oh, and great. I, 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 and I, 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 somebody was talking about it recently and they were just like, the cool thing about Jackie Chan is like, if there's something in a scene, you know, full well, some guys getting hit in the head with it. Like if there is a bucket in a scene, this guy is going to be hit with this bucket. If there is a, if there is like a broom, a mop, uh, a teacup, anything. If it's in the scene, it's going to be used. Uh, <laughs> nothing goes to waste in a in a Jackie Chan action movie. Oh, yeah, which yeah. Is a, uh, but yeah, I got the police story. I, like I like I got that physically. I got the police story one and oh, two. Yeah. It's a great set. Um, yeah. but like uh, but like Netflix. I remember. I don't know if they have them anymore. But like China started going into like big budget stuff, and there's some like sci-fi stuff in there that are like the most expensive movies ever made and it's all on the screen and uh, they're just wild sci-fi stuff that no hollywood studio would attempt and stuff uh, so they're starting to really go crazy but like even before like you know uh, a lot of the stuff that i had been watching like i watched um i watched bruce lee movies because i got that criterion set oh yeah uh, those are great them. <laughs> two, two and a half. Yeah, it's like two and a half. But it's like this. It's funny for 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 the body of work that he has. This is a seven disc set Jeez. of because it's also got like the unfinished stuff and like alternate versions and all oh, the supplemental yeah. stuff and documentaries and it's Criterion. <laughs> they leave no stone unturned. Yeah, I remember um, when I finally saw Enter the Dragon. I was like, yeah, I got to see this. And I've never been, <laughs> I've never been, <laughs> I've never been just as fascinated by somebody as I also thought they were hilarious. <laughs> Like unintentionally, because <laughs> I'm like, this guy's like terrifying, like because he's awesome and he's hilarious and he's so cool. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't. Just kill me. I can't sit back and watch like, like. So the big thing, I got the uh, 4K Ip Man collection. Uh, oh, so yeah. it's got all four Ip Man movies, which. Um, the first Ip Man is one of my absolute favorite movies. It's an incredible, like, action period. His, like, it's, you know, this is all tr- quote, end quote, true story stuff. Like, this wow. is a real guy. This is a real story. They fabricate sort of the 
the World War II aspect of it. Like they make it seem like the uh, Japanese invaded China and booted him out, and he went to destitute and he was became destitute, which isn't how it happened with this guy. Yeah. But um, I mean, he really was every bit as good as sort of he's portrayed in the movie. I mean, he is the guy that trained Bruce Lee. Um, uh, Bruce Lee in two, three, and four has minor parts in it, like the character, not obviously Bruce Lee, because the first movie came out in 2008. Um, but, um, like the fourth movie is like in a like, uh, it Bruce Lee invites him to America and they have an adventure. Uh, um, like the third movie has Mike Tyson in it as his, as his sort of main antagonist. Oh, yeah. Um, these are, but like the first one is just so good. The choreography, the action scenes are just from start to finish. Absolutely beautiful. Mm. Well, it has some of my favorite like fight scenes in a movie. I love that first Ip Man so much. It was well worth yeah. price of admission of this box set just for that yeah. first movie in 4k. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it took me to criterion this time was Sam Fuller. And I wanted to see the naked kiss and they had that on there. And that movie is fucking awesome. <laughs> As is Shot Corridor, which I also know. <laughs> well, that movie's fucking great. That movie is very cool. And then I watched this one called The Baron of Arizona. That was a very good. Vincent Price, though, was not playing like Vincent Price. That was cool. It, it wasn't bad. It was just like, yeah. you know, it wasn't grabbing me. It's a true story. But Shot Corridor is very cool. It's <laughs> funny because Constance Towers is in both of those movies. Yeah. And the day before I watched The Naked Kiss, I watched the Frasier episode with her in it. And I didn't know who she was because I just watched Frasier and, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then I was watching The Naked Kiss and I was like, who is this chick? And I was like, oh, my God, that's the girl from Frasier. <laughs> and uh, when she's younger, she looked a lot like Jillian Anderson. And that was messing me up for a while. <laughs> oh, my God, she looks like Jillian Anderson. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, uh, Elephant Man. That was the one I finally saw. Yeah, that's yeah. That you you texted me after you saw that one. <laughs> oh yeah, that movie that movie hit me. I was like, you know, looked up all this stuff. I watched it twice, two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, but that was yeah. on my my David Lynch list of uh, movies to watch. Yeah, that's just the just the power through the Lynch uh, back catalog. Luckily, there's not too many. There's not a lot. No, um, and I and then I saw I watched Eraserhead after that, which uh, it's weird to go that direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was backwards. It was two than one, but um. Yeah, go for his probably his most conventional, or one of his most, to yeah. his most unconventional, which is, uh, uh, yeah, I'm glad I saw it, but I'll never watch that movie ever again. <laughs> you, you see the genius, and you see the like the untapped yeah. uh, or the unchiseled yeah, it, ideas. It, it, it is nice to go and watch Eraserhead and see like he doesn't like he's he's un apologetically himself and always has yeah. been and yeah. you can tell that he from that from that movie forward he's never sort of sacrificed no, <laughs> his, no he's his, always had one foot in that which is really cool yeah Eraserhead's the well the straight story is the least like him yeah but uh it's so it's still very him like yeah. like in in the in um it, you know it's creepy stuff it's very creepy it gets under your skin and in the straight story it gets under your skin because it's touching, not because it's yeah. creepy, but it's the same yeah. feeling or the same level of intensity, I guess, which is yeah. funny. Oh, and, and the art life, the little documentary about him. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. He's just talking about his life and it's all up until he started making movies. And it's like <laughs> ends with him making Eraserhead. And it was it's cool just to see Lynch talking because he's a cool guy. 
Yeah, I like Lit. He's got a I, his voice is <laughs> is weirdly soothing in a way for being oh, yeah. so weird. I, it's I like kind of a weird yeah, voice in like a cool yeah. way. He's like, well, let me tell you, when I first went there, yeah, <laughs> it just like, it, it, it's it's it sounds almost as if he's in like a gimmick, but like he's not. Like yeah, it's just like yeah. like he's Boy. playing a like. He's a, he's a character, but like, yeah, no, he's a character. It's just, this isn't a, uh, it's not like it's wrestling. Yeah. yeah. He's like super like nice and friendly and just like, um, I'll say down to earth, but realistic. But he just, and he uses like old phrases like now, now when I saw that, that was just top drawer. And he just like says yeah. funny stuff like that and peachy yeah. keen and stuff. And, and, and he really, he really has a lot of fun on YouTube. Just I don't, I don't even watch that. I'm like, I heard about it. I was like, okay, that's like ten seconds of him saying it's sunny again in California. But that's but it, it, there is some sort of like B plot that is going on in so many of these. Like he'll sit there. Like one of the most one of the more like viral ones where he's like holding a pot or a jar. He's like, you may be wondering what this jar is. We'll get to that <laughs> later, and never addresses it again. Like. <laughs> And, and it's like the room sometimes is just like hazy and you can't really see out of it. You're just like, it's like he's, he, it's, it's as if there's something is going to happen someday and we just don't know what it is. There is some sort of, there might be clues in some of these. I don't know, but it's more than just him talking about the weather a lot of times. And sometimes it's just him. Like he'll talk about the weather and then we'll like, give you like affirmations or something like, like a Hallmark greeting card or something. And like, it's, it's enjoyable because he makes it enjoyable. He, he's leaning into it. Like he knows, like he's like, I've got this really weird idea and I think people will appreciate it. And he just went for it and he just keeps doing it. And I, a couple months ago, I got really into watching Mulholland Drive. I watched it like three times in one yeah. week, which I haven't done that with a movie in forever. And it was, I mean, if you're going to do it with any movie, that's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was really fun. It, oh, uh, I watched it the two times. And then I, because it'd been a while since, well, not too long, but I was, when I watched it the first time, I was like, wait, what is that? Okay. I knew what it was, but like I didn't have it like solidified. So when I watched it, I could like remember what was the dream or what's, you know, how, how it connected to the dream and stuff. And then I was like, oh, let me watch it again because it'll be fun to watch it right after. So then I'll like have a. I mean, a, like, like when, when we. When, when, when Mahala Drive came out, like it was 2001, like. 16 years 17 years old or something like you know yeah yeah yeah. you know you're right one yeah that wasn't yeah. that was an early dvd like yeah yeah like kind of situation that was back and i always loved that it's like there's no chapter stops on this fuck you because you were very thing. mad about that because <laughs> like, for whatever reason you had to leave and then you're like where the fuck was i yeah yeah no it got interrupted to me in the middle of it and like well i have to watch this movie arts from the from the beginning again uh, which is fine for Mulholland Drive, but yeah, I, yeah. you know, you didn't know it at the time. Uh, yeah. That that it, it's so weird to make a movie that um, needs that, like that yeah. needs to like, because typically it's one of those things. I typically don't really like a movie that need that needs me to watch it more than like two, three times or something. Typically, yeah. it's just like that's eh, kind of just. A bad like your plot maybe yeah. wasn't that great yeah uh you're like it, it, tenet 
Tenet, oh, yeah. for example, is a movie where I had to watch it a second time immediately after watching it. It's like, wait, did I just fucking miss something? Or did they just p- explain it poorly? And you go back and you watch it. It's like, they just explained it poorly because yeah. it's in there, but it's just like the movie's so loud and they're so quiet. And, but like with Mulholland Drive, it really is like, a, no, actually, there is some. It. You get yeah. it the first you, time. You, you get it better understanding the second time. Yeah, yeah. It's but like, like the the way the the way the holes fill in better and better after each viewing is yeah, is different yeah. than is different than trying to like. It's one thing like when and, and like to the point where sometimes it's just minor stuff where it's just like it's almost an Easter egg, you know, oh, yeah, or something sure, like yeah. it's like it's not necessarily like it, but well, then you uh, watch it again. Yeah. You watch yeah. it again, you're like, wait, why was the guy a cowboy? And you're like, yeah. well, I guess in the real the real time it happened, she was in the restaurant is when she was really upset because her girlfriend was with the dude and they announced they were getting married and the cowboy walked by. So in her dream, mm-hmm. that guy was associated with it and that's why he is taking down the director. It's like, it's as simple yeah. as that. People put way too much mm-hmm. in a haul drive and you're like, it's all very simple mm-hmm. stuff. It's all just association and everything because that's what Lynch is. It's just all feeling. It's not, yeah. there's not really a logical reason yeah. why it's just because it's a, it's a that movie. That movie looks cool as hell too. Like oh, yeah. that movie has oh, a cool, a yeah, has a great, has a, just a great like uh, visual style to it. It's yeah. not, mu- there's not much to it, but what's it's like this almost minimalist vi- visual style, which is, yeah. but it's like with a lot of like the way the light works in that movie is really fucking cool. When the story makes sense, and then yeah. when she drops the box, and then she's not in the room, you're like, what the fuck's going on? And then it starts yeah. going, you're like wait what and then you figure yeah. it out but the movie's never confusing until that point it makes sense yeah. like each like the dream is its own little story or a big yeah, story i guess I, story yeah. the movie. And yeah. then i guess <laughs> yeah i guess that I, I i did just say like yeah tenet was one of the movies i saw during our little hiatus here and that was <sighs> that's disappointing man i still like, want to see it because I, it's I mean, more I, I like yeah it's the same thing yeah i mean it's impossible for anyone to uh judge your opinion on anything these days so yeah um especially you know me you know how <laughs> yeah like yeah. like you're gonna watch it and you're gonna love it and everyone's gonna be angry at you mm-hmm. um but i just like i could hate it just like everybody else does yeah know? It was just like, it's just, it's needless. It's it's needlessly complex. Like there's this sort of, I'm just going to go like a little hard into it, but it's like the the way they have to explain how the time travel, time travel, the time travel is not really time travel, but it is time travel, but it's not kind of thing. It's like, they try to use like fancy lingo and stuff like it's reverse entropy which is means nothing entropy is sort of the constant outward growth of the universe because you know inevitably the universe is constantly expanding and eventually it will reach its peak and it'll all come firing back and do sort of like a big bang again kind of situation um, so they're kind of doing this thing where it's like entropy is sort of like it's nature going in reverse, basically. So they they figured that out. So the guns, like they have the guns, yeah, and they fire them, but it's not really firing. What's what's basically happened is is the future has fired the bullet. So when they pull the trigger, the bullet is coming back to the gun. 
So when you're shooting somebody, you're not shooting them. You're pulling a bullet through them, basically. And that's basically what a lot of this is. And there's Mm -hmm. sort of like, there's sort of the, the overall plot of this thing is like, this one person knows how the secret to this. And if it gets into the wrong hands, you know, oh, game over, man. Yeah. Um, and, and so, like, the villain's evil plot is to basically just activate it. Uh. Uh, <laughs> and his and the only reason he wants to activate it is because he's dying of cancer. Uh. And, and that's his that's his end game. And or, or some he's dying of probably cancer. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> Something. He's dying. Yeah. Of and, and, and so so that's his so that's his end game and they keep referring to the um the concept of the time travel and everything it's like we have to like get the algorithm and you know what an algorithm is right it's it's a math equation so. yeah there you go yeah. it's an equation it's, it's it's a math problem the and algorithm they use them in computers yeah the algorithm the algorithm and then they finally find the algorithm and they pull a drive shaft out from under uh mountain or something like kind of thing like it's this physical thing and it's just the weirdest fucking like just all this little stuff on top and you just mix that with it's incredibly quiet yeah everything everything that everyone has said about that movie is true his sound mixing on this movie in particular it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and it's terrible you said it was worse than you thought it was gonna be it was it was absolutely worse than i thought it was gonna be i I had my hand like on the volume control of the movie the entire time because you're cranking it up to hear them talk so you can understand because they're using a lot of techno babble and everything because you're trying to understand exactly like the plot and what these things are and what's going on. And then without warning, it's like, Oh, now here comes the, here comes like the military. So got to crank it down or else I'm going to blow the windows out of my house. Um, It's the weirdest. It's, it's weird. It's, it it sucks too, because like, I like Nolan. I don't like Nolan, the guy, he's kind of a pompous asshole, but like yeah. historically, I, I like no like some of my favorite movies are Nolan movies. Oh yeah. Um like you know, love 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 the Batmans. Yeah. Uh love Memento, love I Prestige. Love everything up and yeah. Dunkirk. And other than that, everything's great. Even yeah. following's great. Yeah. But but I don't know. It, it's uh, he he suffered. You know how we talked about um when we did the episode for uh uh, Heaven's Gate. Yeah. And how Chimino's situation was that just people stopped saying no to him. So yeah. the, the movie kind of got out of hand. And I feel like Nolan needs somebody to say no to him. Yeah. Uh, there needs to be some oversight. I don't necessarily think anyone needs to like, there's no, it's, you know, there is like, don't mess with an artist's art, but also yeah. I think somebody needs to be oversight and say, yeah, or oh okay yeah, let me rewrite like, it yeah he, you need to have somebody looking over you every once in a while. you need to have you need to have because you don't have that voice in your head and no. especially once you become super successful you stop losing you start losing that voice in your head you know a lot of the top directors have friends and stuff yeah. you, you know full well like guys that like especially like you know the buddies like spielberg Scorsese oh, yeah, yeah. and Coppola and all those guys like when they get together you know they bust each other's chops when they talk about their shit oh, yeah. like, like you know Coppola doesn't just... like Star Wars <laughs> like yeah. you know like he's open with and, Lucas and told him that yeah and, and a lot of that stuff when like you have somebody just sort of like reeling you in not they're not trying to censor you they're not trying to you know 
you know, affect your art and in, in any sort of like negative way. They're just trying yeah. to like say, Hey man, this doesn't work. Or yeah. like this, this makes no, this sounds stupid. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> like Lucas said, it was nice with Kasdan on empire and Jedi. Cause there's somebody to be like, what are you trying to say? Like, like what is this yeah. supposed to yeah. mean? Cause there was this other yeah. eyes on it. And like Scorsese was talking about, I don't remember which movie it was, but he said that they played it for the studio or maybe they tested it or something. And people were saying this, this was wrong with the scene. And he's like, I didn't, he's like, I don't look at it is that was the problem, but there was clearly something wrong with the scene. Yeah. He's like, so we reevaluated it and changed it. And we didn't yeah. change what they said, but then yeah. they liked it because yeah. we, there was just something not working. Well, scene. because sometimes when something's wrong with something, it's impossible to sort of like, I don't like this and I don't know exactly why I don't like this, yeah. Yeah. but it's something. So you try to quantify it in some way because yeah. being as vague as like, it just doesn't work. Why not? I don't know. Is it helpful? So, you, yeah. you know, or, or, or like, or even like you are trying to, fixed it was like i don't know maybe it's this maybe it's that i like but it's hard yeah. to like it's like you recognize something's wrong but like something needs to change but i don't know what that is or, or something yeah. like something something's up something there's a good that. story with um carlito's way with brian de palma and david cope the writer is talking about it and he said showed for the studio and they said that the there's a part in the movie when carlito's trying to um uh he's trying to get the mob guy like the bad guys into one spot so he can you know, fight him or, you know, get out of there alive or something. So he tells him he's got this trick shot on pool. So he gets him. He's like, okay, well, stand over there. Look at that. So then they're all in one spot. So then he hits the ball, hits one of the guys in the head, and then he can run out the door or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and uh, so I guess they showed it to the studio and they were like, this scene's too long. And <laughs> Palma was like, he's like with David Cope. He's like, oh, they meant the scene's not long enough. He's like, I didn't set the scene up. So then they re-edited it to make more time so you understood where everybody was standing. And then they watched it and they're like, oh, good job shortening that scene. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because because a, a scene that is bad can feel like an eternity. Yeah. And, and so it felt long. Is Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, like uh, another great Tom Cruise quote was on, uh, I think it was the last Mission Impossible and they were... Uh, I think the studios complained that the movie was too long, and Tom Cruise was like, "It's not how long it is; it's how long it feels." Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. "Totally, it's totally accurate." Because yeah. a lot yeah. of movies, like three-hour movies, tend to breeze by yeah. quicker than a lot of ninety-minute movies. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I I love Endgame, and I can sit through that movie no problem. It, it moves at a good pace, and it doesn't feel yeah. like it has much. Of a, doesn't have a lot of pacing issues to it. Uh, but like, but like. There's a couple, like, there are other Marvel movies where it's like, sometimes Iron Man 2 feels like it's four and a half hours long. It's just oh, yeah. Like... <laughs> so... I watched The Revenant this weekend, the first time since the theater, and I was like, you can probably cut like 20 minutes out of this movie. Like, there's yeah. a lot of shit in here that just doesn't really need to be here. <laughs> I watched, I, I, like, I watched Falling Down very recently, a couple, like, last week. You remember that? I've only seen that on TV. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it was one of those things where my parents were like looking for something and it's like, have you seen falling down? And I was like, like, yeah, like 20 years ago, that movie's like 30 years old. Like you want to watch falling down and like, yeah, let's watch falling down. I'm like, I remember it was good. Okay. It's fine, but it's also not, not, not much goes on in that movie. So it yeah. kind of like, it's not long, but it also is kind of long well, the like, same way. Like, like I love Robert think? Duvall. So it was fun to have Robert oh, Duvall. Yeah. Like Blair Witch is like 80 minutes and that movie feels like it's like four and a half hours. Yeah, because it's like, you know, it just depends on how what's going on and how yeah, it feels. Yeah, but but like 
but yeah, but like it, it's intentionally trying to like like. Sh- oh yeah, no, this is an example. I'm not saying it's yeah, good or bad. Yeah. I'm just saying it's just you know. Yeah, because because the tension is so high in there, and the stakes are very high in the Blair Witch Project. Like yeah, for yeah. some for for a movie where the stakes are super low, what is it? It's a call. Like the movie itself is like a like the conceit of the movie is a college. Uh, like well, student nice. project <laughs> like all you have to do is hang out in the woods for you know an, an afternoon but then like the, the stakes immediately get high when they just like instantly lost and yeah. they're just it's non-stop them making the situation worse yeah um that's what's that's what's co- like you know the following like when they try to build onto the Blair Witch Project yeah um which took a like, while it took a while <laughs> <laughs> I mean that second that second one doesn't really count, uh, but like oh, oh yeah oh I thought you meant just the found footed style yeah yeah no no I, I mean like the Blair Witch itself but like there's something to be said about like the sort of mystery of the first one where it yeah. doesn't it doesn't like n- at no point does it ever really feel supernatural it really does feel like a bunch of people out in the woods just making the situation worse for themselves until uh, you get to the final act when shit gets weird. True, yeah, yeah it could go like, I mean, you know something's out there. But yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, but, you know, they, they followed it up with um, they did that Book of Shadows, which is not a good movie in any stretch of the imagination. I and loved it did... when it came out, but I have not seen it since it came out. I'm sure it's terrible. It's so bad. It doesn't even look good. Um, uh, and, and, and like the only, the one thing that is like when they like watch themselves on a monitor doing like the cult dance around the bonfire and shit like that. I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> I remember but, Slim Pickens is in it. Yeah, Slim Pickens is in it. The guy from uh, Burn Notice, I think, is <laughs> the show. Um, but uh, but then they did that weird reboot. Not reboot, but like relaunch, where yeah. it is a sequel. It takes yeah. place after the case. Like the events of the first movie happened in this universe, and yeah. it's pretty cool for the most part. Except, like, I don't really want to see the witch. Like, it makes it very clear that this is a supernatural event yeah. from the get go. Because, like, basically, what that movie sets up is that uh, the woods are sort of a time paradox. Oh. So once you step into the woods. You're there. You're lost. There's no the reason they got lost is because there is no exit. That's what sucks with war stuff. Like when you explain it too much, yeah. it kills it. Like it's better yeah. when you don't explain stuff. So so and, and and like it gets to the point where you remember in the movie where it just it's eventually just becomes night all the time. Like you never see them during the day anymore. Uh, um, um because and, and they basically explain that away by by the time you get to like you know day three the sun stops coming out and, and stuff. And then you're, and, and the woods itself are slowly pushing you towards, you know, the middle yeah. to the witch and everything and all that. stuff. it's, it's this weird, weird, like explaining away too much. Uh, yeah. They did a video game that follows sort of that set. It actually works better because it puts you in that position, yeah, which causes yeah. the anxiety as opposed to following a bunch of like, teenagers with drones and cell phone cameras and stuff so oh yeah totally that was what was that was what was good about the original one is that it took they 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 time perioded it they put it in the 90s so you can talk away the well why did they have a cell phone well it's 1998 when it you know or whatever 1994 yeah Yeah, and it's like you know there's no like nowadays it's just like you have to 
either set a movie in the 90s, 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s, or you have to set it like so far remotely that the characters, when they first arrive to wherever the location is, it's like, oh man, no signal, which is always a buzzkill. I always hate that. Like, honestly, what you should just do, like, like, because listen, if you're out camping in the woods and some dude started hunting you, uh, you could easily just write it right away of them. Like, Oh, it's like, where the fuck's my phone? Oh fuck. And, and, and call yeah. it good. You don't have to call out the reference that uh, there's no signal out here. It's like, Oh, that's weird. No signal. Or it's like, you hey, could, could kind of even just like not reference a phone. Yeah. <laughs> like if it never happened, but, but, they, but you know, it's, a lot of these movies don't want people to ask questions. The problem is, is they do a bad job at, because like they can only think of the one question. Uh, well why don't they just call the police like well there's no signal but like but they ignore the bigger questions of like well what's this dude's deal or you know like is is he a supernatural murderer in the woods or is it just leatherface or is it like you know it's like i I know what you did last summer or something or it's like it's a zombie fisherman or whatever I actually saw a movie recently with uh, Josh from the Blair Witch Project, uh, Unsane, yeah. the Steven Soderbergh movie. And I, I watched it. it. I didn't think anything of it. I looked up on the credits and I saw or in IMDb and I was like, oh, fuck, that's that guy. <laughs> it was funny. Unsane was good. I was yeah, I, I liked yeah. it. I, was I remember when I first heard the. Uh, you that's know, the, the one that was. That's the that's the one that's thing. that's the one filmed on an iPhone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I first heard that, I was like, "Well, that's fucking stupid." <laughs> and then, but it was actually kind of nice to watch a movie that looked different from every other movie you've ever seen. <laughs> and it's like, since they're phones, yeah. they can just put the camera in weird spots. So, like, every scene has like yeah. ten different angles, and they're like, yeah. you know, weird angles, which is really cool. Yeah. And it was just just cool to see something different. It didn't look amazing or anything, but it looked pretty darn good. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it looked it like cool. yeah. it, it looked. Because like, because iPhone cameras have really good cameras on them, and they yeah. sh- they shoot in a high resolution. The frame rate's a little weird at yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, the movie um, weird. Um, but you know, it, it, visually, a lot of it just feels like it's like, oh, this. If, visually, it sometimes seems like, oh, this is just a movie shot in like two thousand one or something. You know, like yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, early like, digital cameras or something. Early digital camera stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. And, I mean, like, I like that movie. I'll never watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I liked about it was she's not crazy the whole time, but you keep yeah. thinking that it's going to come back around and she's crazy, yeah. but it never does. But it's funny because yeah. it kind of plays on your expectations of what you think the movie's going to be. Yeah, because it, it definitely tried to like play on the like one flew over the cuckoo's nest thing, where like Jack deserves to be there. He really is. Uh, Something's wrong with this guy. Yeah, uh, kind of thing. And well, it's cool. It's yeah. cool there because nothing is, and like she's telling the truth yeah. the whole time. But you just keep thinking, oh, they're gonna twist this around. Yeah, and the twist is happening, and it's like, oh, the twist is that. Oh no, actually, there is no twist. She yeah. she, she does deserve the she does deserve the Simpsons style not insane certificate. Yeah, 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 yeah. the twist is that there is no twist, but they're not yeah. trying to make it like that. It's just. Yeah. You know, that's what you think when you're watching. Yeah. No, I mean they're trying to make a movie like that. Don't 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 think about it. they're not, they're trying to oh, yeah, fuck yeah. with your expectations. They know what you're gonna think. They know what movie tropes are. Exactly, not, yeah. Especially him. He's not yeah. a stupid guy by any stretch of the imagination. Soderbergh's no, the shit. Yeah, he's like got into him and his interviews are the best. He says yeah. the coolest stuff. 
Yeah, oh, he no, knew. Soderbergh knows, which is good. He knew full. He knew full well what he was doing when he did that and made that choice because he oh, yeah. knew that you were going to expect the entire time for there to be some sort of crazy, like, oh, yeah. actually, this story has been taking place in her head and she's been in a straitjacket this whole time. Yeah, yeah, but it's, but it's cool because they don't do any like, uh, yeah. like red herrings in it. Yeah, which is cool. They don't fuck with you. Like I hate yeah. it when they fuck with you and he doesn't. Yeah. do that at all. Just he, because he knows that the movie trope expectations are more than enough. Exactly, which is more good. Than, he knows what you're gonna think. Yeah, you don't need to have like you know the like a guy in the corner like talking in like tongues like he's in the like he's in the Black Lodge or something. You know, yeah. it's just um, yeah. It's, it, the movie talks for itself and it's and knows what the uh, uh, what the, what the movie tropes are and plays yeah. with and plays in that playground really well. Yeah, he know. also shot this movie called High Flying Bird on another iphone and it looks way better like the clarity on it i just thought the angles yeah. look weird and I, and then i looked it up and i was like oh this is shot on an iphone too like i didn't <laughs> know that which is cool yeah yeah that, that was a good movie that was one of those that was really good but i'll never watch it again <laughs> i started off with a heavy dialogue scene which is the best because it just instantly pulls you into the movie <laughs> you just like sucked into it instead of like i don't know that's that's a good way though soderberg was very good he's he's a good guy Oh, another good one of his, Haywire. You ever seen that? I have seen Haywire with the... Fucking awesome. Gina Carano? I didn't know who she was until after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That movie has some killer fucking fight scenes. They go on forever, like, like, shot this hold forever. I think that was one of... That was, like, that was when she was trying to get in the movies. That was, like, her first, like... Yeah. I'm gonna get... I'm gonna get... I'm gonna go into Hollywood. I think she was already in, like, bit part in... Mm. like something like cameo like fast and furious style when like ronda rousey shows up or something like it's that kind of thing but that was like that was like her first like i'm going to be the female dwayne johnson or something like because at the time when that movie came out she had just come off of being the female mixed martial artist like there was there was kind of no bigger name than her at the at, at the time until you know some of these other until shortly thereafter when like ronda rousey and uh, for women like that started popping up in mixed martial arts. She was the first big, like her and cyborg were like uh, the two big mixed martial mm-hmm. artists. And it seemed like there was a potential of her because she's fine at it, but she pops up once in a while. Cause she was in um, uh, Mandalorian. So, Oh yeah. Oh, have you seen a triple nine? Yes. I like that. That was cool. There That's was fine. Yeah. Something I didn't like about it, but I don't remember. But it, it was cool though. It was um it was a good good story. Casey Affleck was great. He looked just like my cousin's husband in it. So it was kind of distracting. Like he had the fucking hair. Like he exactly looks I like, like I like but, Casey Affleck. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. I think Casey the ending kind of sucked. It just kind of stopped short and you're like, wait. I saw, uh, it saw the un- I saw the uncut uh possessor. Then the what uh, is, is it? Brian Cronenberg? I forget his kid's name. Oh, I don't know. Let's see. I Brandon Brandon Cronenberg. I hardly even uh, know David Cronenberg's name. Yeah. Uh that is a fucking hell of a movie. Uh is, that movie's like, cool. Is it like overly artsy? No, I mean it's he's his dad's kid, and yeah. he and it and it is full on body horror. It yeah. is a gross, gory movie. Um, and I'm here for it. It was great. I, I, I would recommend it. It's, you gotta be into that style there. There has, you have to be, it. you have to be into like 
there's there's levels of like horror movies you know oh, yeah. like like you know your your base level horror movie would be like you know like your simple universal monster movies and things like that like your yeah. very simple and, and like and, and then you have like your 80s slashers um but like you know, but like just like surf like top surface like the very tip top is like you know those mainstream ones those like uh you know like Blair Witch or yeah. a, a a Guillermo del Toro movie or oh, shit yeah. like that where it's like it's more style or it's like or it's like made for a huge thing and it's like it's like Cronenberg movies are like like there you have to be kind of deep into this iceberg to really <laughs> uh, appreciate some some Cronenberg shit like. <laughs> Because like, because he really is always has been. Uh, he doesn't want to admit it clearly, but like, at least most horror, especially slasher and like you know gore directors, yeah. kind of at least openly admit to just like uh, plot second in a lot of these instances. <laughs> you uh, know, yeah. a Friday the Thirteenth movie is plot second, visuals first. Yeah. Uh, he seems to not really accept the fact that yeah, he has a great he has a great eye for yeah. visuals and not the greatest uh, mind for storytelling. No, he's <laughs> a terrible writer. He can't write dialogue to save anybody's life. Yeah, because like he, he like, thinks I, he's I like, like a list yeah. like cream yeah. of the crop director. He thinks <laughs> yeah he he thinks he's David Lynch and he's Kane Hodder. You know it's it, it's um. It, because like you know i i like scanners but yeah. it's not it's like the plot's stupid yeah um, uh and, and incoherent yeah. <laughs> and it's very worst at times yeah. uh, i still i do love the fly i uncondensed unconvention mm. I, I do love the fly um, i read uh i read that alien book the one that uh, uh R J W rinsler did mm-hmm. and um and there's a great it's like at the end when it comes out and all the what the critics say, which most of them don't seem to like that movie. And they just I don't know if that was the first movie that kind of did like a A list version of a B movie. Of a B movie, yeah. Like yeah, a lot of a lot like of all the critics of stuff were like knocking it for like, oh, there's no characters and yeah. it's just it's just them stuck on a ship and you're like, Yeah, but like it's not like about anything, and you're like, Nope, it's, it's a, just a story. Yeah, I mean it's a it's I mean the first alien is uh like it's basically it's you add a couple of gore scenes to it and it's what the slasher movies become yeah. um you know it's 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 you know it, it, and like you know because what alien was 76 nine nine, nine? nine. nine. so yeah nine nine because it's after star, star wars greenlit after star wars <laughs> star wars that's right um because it just had sci-fi which you cannot really be any more different because <laughs> because aliens is having its like Fortieth anniversary now or something. Yeah. It was it was a bit later. Yeah. Um, but, but there's a quote but, from Cronenberg in there, and he's just shitting on Alien. It's really funny. It's good. Like he's yeah. like talking about how like the gore doesn't symbolize anything. It's just gore. And it's like in my movies, I'm like whoa, 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 whoa. Like in your movies, like you cannot fucking touch Alien with a ten foot pole. <laughs> yeah, I don't like like yeah. I don't want to hear. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to hear about you, Mr. Crash. Yeah, I don't need I know, shit. I know. This is stuff. He shit on the Dark Knight Rises because he sat in on some critic show when that movie came out, and he, and he uh, criticized it for not being supreme art cinema. I'm like, yeah, supreme what? art cinema. Like, I'll never. And you are. That's a phrase I never forgot. Like, and you are. <laughs> 
I actually yeah. watched the uh, History of Violence for the first time in a while, and it was not very good. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. not. I watched it's it. Really bad. I watched it last year, and I was just like, "Oh, this." It has some really like it has some cool scenes in it. Yeah, but like it's overall not. Yeah, I remember we no. both. I think we saw that one together. I loved it when it came out. Yeah, yeah we probably did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like, but back to like Cronenberg and stuff because there are movies of his that I still really, really like. Like, I like, um, like at the Videodrome, I like Videodrome a lot. Mm. Um, Existence, I like Existence. Is it the one with, um, I don't know, a Spider with uh, Ralph Fiennes? <laughs> yeah, no, Existence has uh, like Jude Law and Jennifer Jason Lay in it, and it's, um, uh, yeah, but like he's at his best when he's like, yeah, yeah, a history of violence, terrible, terrible. I don't like that movie. Uh, and and it's like it's not his wheelhouse. Yeah, uh, an adaption too, and he still somehow fucked it up. Like you know, like it's, <laughs> um, it just yeah, it's just not well directed. But I do uh, Cosmopolis. He did Cosmopolis yeah. a few I years ago. That. I love that movie. Every Cronenberg movie I watch is I don't know, probably like four or five. I've not liked. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if I'll give that guy another chance because I've seen it all over the place. Like I've seen yeah. History of Violence, Eastern Promises, The yeah. Fly, Scanners. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah, no, I was I, I, or something, and that was after uh, Cosmopolis was the movie that um, when they said that um, Twilight was going to be Batman, Twilight. I was like, yeah, I was like, all right, because by that point I had seen Cosmopolis, and that movie's really fucking good, and he's fan fantastic mm. in cosmopolis I, I thought that in the twilight movies i was like i was yeah. like man this guy's really good but he's gonna get totally stuck in this part yeah and then, so when it's they nice said, and then because... i saw other stuff i was like okay good at least he's at least he's working yeah. out there and then um, they said batman and i was like yes good <laughs> yeah because uh what a cosmopolis and um oh what's the other one uh not to look it up or something yeah, something similar to that. It's got, it's, it's got a it's got a it's got a very generic. It's like good good time. It's good time. Oh, I was close. I was so close. Good time. Good time. I, good I time. Up, I went up one over good. It was not good. It was the best. Yeah, it, good time rules, and it is like a, it is a crime thriller yeah. kind of thing with of him trying to like his brother is in prison and so now he has to bust his brother he got and he got his brother into prison because oh, of their yeah. bad it's good and of course and of course the one that's near and dear to my heart that Robert Pattinson was in that I will love until the end of time the lighthouse uh, <sighs> I, I could go I don't know I, I do the witch or uh the other one um I What's the, there was <laughs> I saw at the same time the witch and uh, something else and those guys those guys are kind of making movies at the same time and <laughs> I was yeah. getting confused I didn't see the last because I didn't like the other movie the guy did oh, I've been the witch so, I'm not sure it's so it, he did the witch it's it's the witch it's definitely oh this looks okay. the yeah, it is he's the, <laughs> and, and, and there is reason to believe that they take place in the same universe I guess okay. why do people always fucking connect everything. I, I think that's just one of those things where it's like how the Pixar movies all kind of because there's like light just sort of like nods at their own movies in the movie kind of yeah, stuff. Just, just references like yeah. Sam Fuller, everything I've watched him yeah. re 
references everything he's yeah. ever done. Yeah. In um, in the book I'm reading now, Crown of India, they go to the theater and see one of his movies. <laughs> and then I just, in, in um, The Naked Kiss, on the theater, on the marquee, is one of his movies. On the park bench, someone is reading one of his books. It's just like they're I just all- can't. I can't get it. I can't get enough of the lighthouse. I've seen that movie so many times. I saw that theatrically. Oh, yeah, you did, I bought yeah. it. I bought it when it came out. It is the exact kind of weird bullshit that I absolutely love because it's not the, 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 the cool thing about it. And it's kind of in the similar vein of like what we were talking about, kind of with Unsane, where uh, even the Blair with the original Blair Witch Project or something like there really is like, there's a lot to think about. There's, they want you to kind of think that there's something supernatural because Mm -hmm. the character, like the Willem Dafoe character is incredibly superstitious and it's just two guys alone on a stormy rock, uh, losing their fucking minds. And they've all got secrets and they're all hiding something. They're both hiding something. And it just kind of rolls out of control. And it's, and it's a situation where um, the sort of the style really like the stylization of the filming really helps it because it's shot in an absolutely fucking absurd resolution. Um, and it's black and white, but it's also sort of like aged. So it really feels like you're watching some like, um, uh, you know, Metropolis, like an old like French silent film. It's got that kind of like framing and stuff. And it's just... they knew what they were going for when they made this movie and went all in on, because it's not like, it's not like that framing plays into anything. Yeah. Like it's just aesthetically what they're going for. And they, it's not like they're playing with the edges of the screen or hiding anything from view using this sort of, like using it to manipulate the audience other than just to like set it in this, like it, it sets it in a time frame and it feels like it belongs to that time frame. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really fucking uh, yeah. cool. I've seen really, that movie a thousand more times. You see that a lot lately where they're really just fucking yeah. with that kind of stuff. Like there's a movie yeah. ghost story with Casey Affleck and it's yeah. like screen and you're like, why the fuck is this in full screen? <laughs> like yeah. they had to go out yeah. of the way to make that full screen. Like, and yeah. I'm going to just shoot it on the best thing you can. <laughs> just, I mean, whatever two wide screens you pick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> Um. Oh, I finally saw Star Trek Beyond. No, that yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> that was a terrible movie. It was so that bad. first that first movie is really fucking good, and then third one's bad. Yeah, third one's so, bad. Oh, and um, uh, Vampire's Kiss. Yeah, uh, fuck yeah, Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. That's a terrible that was, movie, but I fucking love it. I fucking love it. It's almost good. I mean, if Nick Cage started. <laughs> or if he ended where he started at in that movie, it would have been okay. Yeah. Because like it's kind of cool when you're like, oh, he's actually crazy and everything yeah. else is you're like that was cool. And like yeah. and Cage is solid. He yeah. his progression is steady and he's consistent. Like he's doing exactly what he's doing, and it's yeah. very over the top. It's what he's yeah. going for, but it's just way too much. <laughs> and it's just too weird. It's very American psycho. Yeah. American psycho does it right. And yeah. they could have, but yeah. Nick Cage is just like fucking off the rails on that. Uh, what I just him reciting the alphabet is yeah, I think of. is is just the absolute best. Just the whole it, alphabet. The, it's like it's it's him being 
abusive and sarcastic to his secretary while reciting the alphabet because she's not filing things right and he is losing his mind because of rabies. <laughs> they want you to think at times. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he does get bit. Yeah, okay, yeah. Gets bit by the bat, and that's why he thinks he becomes a vampire because he gets bitten by that bat, and he's, he's, he's already. Like, He's already he's already losing his mind, and then this shit happens, and it's just fucking over. <laughs> no, he's almost like Andrews. He's like, how hard is it to file things in order? He's like, yeah. you go A, B, C, D, and he just keeps going. <laughs> he's not even talking to her, which would make a little yeah. bit more sense. Yeah, nah, poor, yeah, poor girl. Yeah, I recognize her. Like, what's what's she from? Predator Two. I was like, Predator that's two. why I know her so well. Because <laughs> I saw Predator Two a lot as a kid. Predator 2, Urban Jungle, is what I always assumed that was the subtitle was going to be, but they never did it. <laughs> Urban Jungle. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. I watched uh, Alien vs. Predator. Well, I watched like half of it because I was um, um, watching my uh, sister-in-law's cat, and we'd go over there and hang out with the cat and went on Hulu and that. I'm like, what's a movie that I could, you know, just watch in the background and not care if I don't watch the whole thing? Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> God, that movie's bad. I don't even know what... The, I don't even... I've seen that movie, like, twice. <laughs> and I don't even remember what the plot of Alien vs. Predator is. There's too much plot. There's, like... Yeah, you're it's... watching the characters and the whole time, and you're like, I don't give a like, fuck about these people. I just want to see Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> like, Requiem was a better movie just from the sense of, like, this is a smaller movie. Uh, <laughs> but it's still terrible. Like, there was no... Yeah. It's always funny because I don't know how they keep fucking that stuff up. Like, <laughs> it's like you did two Alien vs. Predator movies and fucked that up. Yeah. Um, They did Freddy vs. Jason and fucked that up. Yeah. Um, And, and then, yeah, I don't... They always just try to put too much story into them, and you're like, all we want to see is the title yeah. characters going at it. That's all we give a fuck about. It's it's, well, it's like it's so, like it's it's like when we talk when me and you uh, we have this thing where uh, the last two Godzilla movies I've definitely drugged Jake to. Um, <laughs> drugged. You've drugged me to them. Yeah, and I I, I fully <laughs> you give me a shot when I wasn't looking, and then yeah. Convinced was no, good. I always get to trick you into it because it's around my birthday, and I just like no, that's what we're doing for my birthday. We're gonna go see. I'm paying for it, and you're going to like Godzilla. I, I can't say no to the free movie. Yeah, uh, and 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 I was fully prepared of taking you to Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> they just kept you got lucky. Chewed uh, myself out of that bear trap. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you you found the key and unlocked yourself from the radiator. Um, but, uh, you know, there's something inherently frustrating about being promised Godzilla and then getting a movie about a father and son reuniting with one another. Yeah. Um, it's a good, like, their interactions are good and their story is nice and everything, but it's like, but uh, I yeah. want that part. Yeah, um, yeah. Like in the Transformer movies, you like, I want to see Optimus Prime fucking up Decepticons. I don't care about this high school kid. Yeah. I don't care about this little please. girl who found Bumblebee. I just want to see Bumblebee doing yeah. stuff. Yeah, please. That's all I Free care about. From this. Uh, so, so yeah. stay on Cybertron. That's all. I have no idea. Like, Kong versus Godzilla is an interesting uh, concept because they don't, I don't know who else is in that movie, like, person wise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know uh, anybody because it because it, and it's really being sold as Kong versus Godzilla, and there's like toys, and, 
And yeah, and there's like toys and stuff showing even more monsters, but like there were a shit ton of monsters in. I, I, to be fair, since we saw it, I went I went back and watched Kong, uh, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah. Uh, better movie than I remembered it being when I, we saw it in theaters. Uh, like I watched it again and I was like, actually, it's pretty good. The, all of the, like there's ex, ex, exceptionally more, exponentially more Godzilla action in it than uh, the 2014 Godzilla. Um, the 2014 Godzilla is probably a better. Uh, the 2014 Godzilla is probably a better movie in the sense where it's a movie. Like it's there's know. a plot, there's people, there's something going on. And it just so happens that there's a monster situation going on in the background. Like it's not a more it's not a more fun movie. It's not a more watchable movie. But it's like in terms of like what a movie quote end quote movie is, it's a yeah. better movie. But like the shit that's going on in in king of the monsters is more exciting the the and there's a lot more um there is a lot more fan service in king of the monsters they do a lot of really cool stuff to somebody who has seen every godzilla movie where it's like the mothra twins are in it like and and the music plays at the appropriate times and You know, and uh, any movie with Ken Watanabe in it is made better by the existence of Ken Watanabe being in the movie and they kill him and he's not going to be in Kong versus Godzilla because he's dead. And I, that is unforgivable. Um, (laughs) but uh, he didn't want to be him anymore. He's like, I got better things to do. Yeah. Uh, Well, what, what also hurts with like these other Godzilla movies is that in between these Godzilla movies, you had Japan, release Shin Godzilla, which was this absolutely perfect Godzilla movie of it does what the first movie kind of wants to do where it focuses on the people, but Mm. focuses on it in the most absurd way possible. Mm. Um, So it's a sort of like modern Godzilla. I just watched this again for the uh, like uh, when I was down, when I was with the COVID, when I, when when I, when I had the 19, when you had the um, Trump virus, when I had the Trump virus, yeah, yeah, just really, just make it stick. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make that. If I was on the internet, that would be a thing. <laughs> but um, the Godzilla movie is really sort of that. Shin Godzilla has this really cool uh, conceit to it, where it's making fun of bu- uh, government bureaucracy. Did you just say cunt on accident? <laughs> I, 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 was gonna, I was gonna say concession, but then I was like, that's not the right word I want to use for this conceit. Uh, I think, I think yeah, so it may, it may have come out that way. Um, <laughs> but it's making fun of government bureaucracy. Uh, oh, Godzilla yeah, yeah. makes his presence. And you have the government, like, first they're trying to figure out what's going on in the ocean. And they're like, we don't know. And and, and then you're constantly having, like, them cut to, like, press conferences of, like, the prime minister of Japan, like, out there. Like, uh, it's okay. This yeah. creature is not going to make landfall. It's fine. And in the middle of the uh, press conference, like the uh, military police come in, it's like, oh, he's uh, made landfall. <sighs> you know, that kind of like, uh, it turns out he has made landfall. And, but he'll never be able to stand up under his own weight. And, you know, Godzilla's evolving throughout the movie. Um, yeah. But then there's also the like them sitting around, like, whose problem is this? Who can takes care of this yeah. like if godzilla were to make landfall which branch of the government 
is in charge of handling the Godzilla problem. Yeah, and it's yeah. them trying to figure it out. It's like, well, the scientists, like, well, what are the scientists going to do? They're not military. They can't fight it. They can't yeah. go out there. And it's like, and, and then, and then every like eventually becomes a world issue because Godzilla is a walking nuclear reactor. <laughs> um, and, and so, uh, you know, it's dangerous in all sorts of levels. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite scenes of that movie is the Americans come in and when they do an all-out attack, the Japanese military and everything do an all-out attack on Godzilla does nothing because that's yeah. the Godzilla way. Yeah. Uh, the government, the, the United States government steps in and it's like, well, all right, we did the best we can. We're going to, we're just going to nuke it. And the, the Americans are like making the decision again. And you can see the Japanese, like all these people are there. And it's like, these motherfuckers are going to drop a nuclear bomb on us again. We have to solve this and solve this now. Uh, it's, it's such a good movie. And it's done by the guy that did one of my absolute all-time favorite animes called Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it has that style and aesthetic of just like this sort of like, just like the mo his creature design of Godzilla is just the most fucked up thing. It yeah. is so good. And now he's doing an Ultraman movie. So <laughs> I can't wait for that. Shin Ultraman coming soon. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the best movies that I've seen recently was Dead Presidents. Yeah. That was one of oh, those. I haven't seen that in like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. That was one of those that came out again. I was too young for it. And I remember hearing a lot about it and then just, you know, kind of fell off the map. And I was like, it's probably not very good. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> movie's like really fucking good <laughs> like a real movie and it was i don't know why it was so controversial but it was good uh, I figured what year did that come out or something and, uh, like 95 or something 95 that would, that would yeah. i mean it just being 95 kind of explains why it was controversial just because like everything was controversial in the 90s you know everything was something that you needed to bring up to somebody this is this is the era of mortal Kombat and shit like everything oh, yeah. was a problem everyone everything needed to be like well because like it's not remember uh helen lovejoy and the simpsons of the won't somebody please think of the children i mean that oh, yeah. character was created yelling that at around that time frame because that's just how society was at the time even if it was something not designed period for children you yeah. still have to say like you have to they could still you know just, yeah 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 because hillary clinton was all against games and like video yeah, games and, like, and, and, and you know, was all anti like that's when the yeah. advisory was born like the yeah. early 80s yeah yeah um it was a fucking killer movie though it was fucking great like i've uh i thought this and then read about it most people said yeah it's it's like black deer hunter which it is it's yeah like, i mean and, know, and it's you know, just making just making and, yeah just but, making something sort of vaguely revolve around the black liberation army was would have been controversial enough so um, you know it's in the, you know, it's not okay, the big rocket scene is pretty fucking gory yeah it's it's good though. It was, it was very good, and yeah, the Vietnam scenes are really gory too. Guys like carrying a yeah. hand or a head around with them the whole time or something. Yeah. But no, that that was good shit. I was uh, very impressed by that movie. Um, uh, oh, another one called Pathfinder, which is a Norwegian movie, which I saw. Now it looks stupid. Pathfinder, the American movie with Carl Urban. Yeah. And, you know, if Carl Urban's in something, chances are it's not going to be good because he, he Carl Urban was Carl Urban is never really your first choice. So, um, <laughs> like, I, I, there, there's there's like 
two movies that have Carl Urban in them that I like unconditionally love, and that's uh, his Judge Dredd movie and uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so um, it was when I had like Showtime for a week or something. I don't know why I got that. I wanted to watch something. And that Pathfinder was on there, and I was like, okay, I'm uh, super into Viking stuff. I'm like, oh, watch this just for that. And it was terrible. I didn't make it too far into it. <laughs> and, um, and then... Um, and then I found out it was a remake, and I was like, oh, I'm sure that's good, because it's like actually a Norwegian movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. It is, if I wasn't told it was a remake, I would have no idea that these movies were connected. Like, I didn't find yeah. any similarities. <laughs> I mean, in the Pathfinder American one, it's Vikings go to North America, they, you know, get attacked by Indians, leave a kid behind, he grows up with the Indians, the Vikings come back, and then he's like, yeah. you know. In the other one, they're in Norway. Uh, there's this group of like bad dudes. I don't even know if they're technically Vikings, if it's like after the Viking age and, um, and they just go around and they like kill people <laughs> and like take their shit. Yeah. And uh, this guy goes and he meets up with this other tribe and then they go on the run and then he gets captured and <laughs> has to take him out somehow. And that's it. It's like nothing to do with Indians or America or, even Vikings necessarily. <laughs> it was very, very weird. I was like, I, maybe it like maybe they bought it as like a remake, and then by the time they were done writing it, it was like legally a remake. I don't know. <laughs> it was it was strange, but it was a cool movie. It was I, it's I, all I, the snow, and by the time I opened up my blinds, uh, it wasn't snowy out to my surprise. And I was like, it oh, probably uh, there's a there's a uh, there's a board game called Pathfinder that I was I always when that when that when the uh, Carl Urban one was announced i was like is it like based on that dungeons and dragons game that'd be kind of cool and he's like oh no it's not never mind nobody yeah, yeah. that director i think he's only ever done remakes like marcus nezpool or something like that like yeah. he did the texas chainsaw remake and he did the friday the 13th one and i was like okay this guy is just a no talent piece of shit like this guy can't do anything <laughs> oh uh another good one i finally checked on my list was bad news bears oh yeah the Oh, gee, that movie was fantastic. The original Bad News Bears? Yeah, it was good stuff. I liked it a lot. It was, uh, I thought it was going to be like all about like the kids just by being really crass and swearing, but that is not what the movie's about at all. <laughs> no. Walter Mathel, of course, is fantastic. Yeah. No, but it's because that's, you know, that's what the remake was basically. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, with uh, Billy Bob, right? Billy Bob Fortin. Yeah. <laughs> Angelina Jolie's first husband. Yeah. First famous <laughs> husband. She might have been married before that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's always funny with her and uh, John Boyd because they're like, don't talk. And it's like, really, it's literally. And then you're like, well, Angelina's probably pretty insane too. She's <laughs> got, got those 20 kids <laughs> going around. Yeah. I don't know what she's. Yeah. You, you know, she's got to be nuts though. She might be a great person. Yeah. She might be a great yeah. human being. You know, living with her is no easy task. She's about to Brad get that. Uh, she's about to get that Disney Marvel money this year. Is she? Yeah, they're doing another. Uh, <laughs> they're doing. Uh, they're doing. No, she's gonna be in the. Yeah, no, 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 no. She's gonna be in the Eternals, a Marvel movie, the next oh, big. Yeah. You know, the last Mullet was not bombed. Yeah, right? well, yeah, because I think it came out it, like it came out at a bad time, and it just like it, it just came out, and you're like, oh, yeah. I guess that came out. The marketing was the marketing was bad for it because I think it came out. When did that come out? It was like November or something. Like, or I could yeah. be completely wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I just remember because I was kind of interested because the first one was like really good, and then yeah, I was like, oh the, yeah, that movie did come out. 
that 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 Maleficent was like one of the um few like big hit like live action ones that they've done. Like one of the live action ones that was like, oh, this one's really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It came out in October of 2019. I was close. Which like which puts it close to like, you know, when like Disney Plus was like doing its thing and stuff too. Like kind of came out. <laughs> yeah, Disney was sort of D- Disney was having a problem sort of cannibalizing itself. Uh, yeah, well I think they were kind of like, well, we're Disney, we'll put this out there and everyone will go see it. And yeah. then they're like, oh we have to promote it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Disney no, was starting to yeah. Eat yeah, Disney was having a real problem because they were like they were throwing all of their attention at like Disney Plus and uh the theme park stuff, you know, everything was starting to like mm. amp up because of all the Star Wars stuff, so they really needed to push Star Wars oh, yeah. and, and all that stuff. And, and everything else kind of suffered. Like theatrically, outside of um the Marvel and Star Wars stuff, like Disney has just sort of pushed everything to the side. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, it's different now, and they're kind of, you know, now everything having to come out on Disney Plus, and like, the, you yeah. know, they're, they're trying to figure out what to do with a lot of their roadmap stuff because, you know, they put out Christmas Day, they put out Soul, the new Pixar movie, uh, but they're still not committed to like Black Widow uh, coming out on Disney Plus, even though they probably should. Yeah. Um, but and we'll see. Uh, yeah. Disney Disney has a big animated film coming out this year, and I'll be interested to see if it does anything. Because uh, <laughs> it's, you know, Disney does, di- the Disney studio proper puts out movies far less frequently than Pixar does. Oh, yeah. So, uh, like a two a year, right? Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, another movie I saw to my great surprise that I actually thought was good was uh, one that you recommended for me, or else I wouldn't have even considered it. Psycho Two. Psycho Two. Oh fuck it was yeah! I good. I. That's one of those things where you don't think it would be. It has no, no reason to be good. No. Uh, but it is. Yeah. It's so removed from, in a lot of ways, from the first Psycho. Yeah, but. but good sequel too like yeah but, like but like, 30 years or whatever and Norman yeah, is coming out and yeah contextually it makes a lot of sense as a sequel like yeah. it's a different type of movie completely but oh, yeah. canonically it makes a lot of sense it's like oh this would be what the next if there was a psycho 2 this is what it would realistically be yeah uh, it wouldn't still just be him like and he goes back to the hotel and, <laughs> or motel and it's like, yeah life is normal. fine Everything's fine. Or back to like crazy again. It's yeah, like her trying to drive him crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Jennifer yeah. Kelly's mom, which I was yeah. surprised. <laughs> yeah, I no, I I I highly recommend Psycho too. Yeah. it's it's one of those weird things where you could say that to people and they just like, yeah, yeah you're fucking because, crazy. Yeah, because it's psych- Psycho is Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. I've seen that movie so many times and it's still good every yeah. single time. Hitchcock was a master of just making just movies. Yeah. Um doing uh, the absolute right thing at the right time. Yeah. Like yeah. it still surprises me to this day to watch stuff and just be like, God, how did he fucking like how did yeah, that because, work so well? Uh, 
the, the the beautiful thing about Hitchcock movies that uh, more directors could take a cue from in a lot of ways is that he doesn't waste any moment of and there's no inch of the screen that's wasted. There's no inch of there's no inch of film you know that that goes unused. You know it's like he he he, he cuts out the fat. It's slim. It moves and yep. it tells. And and the story is just told. And yeah. it, and every time there's always something that's like, how did you think of of like framing it this way or shooting it that way or like the dialogue coming across this? There's always something in yeah. a Hitchcock movie yeah. that so so you know it takes a lot of balls to make a sequel to a Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad they didn't try to make a Hitchcock movie. Yeah, no, they didn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I might do like one or two reference shots, but yeah. for the story, it's important because it's yeah. trying to get him back into his old. Yeah. Um, I think the thing with Hitchcock is that he wrote, like he planned every single shot of the movie. Like he wrote out, like you have seen, you know, the scripts and he just writes out what every shot is. Yeah. And that's what he shot. Like, I don't think he shot coverage necessarily. He just shot yeah. what he needed. And those tend to be kind of the best movies. Of course, there's great stuff improvising. You know, yeah. you didn't know you were going to get this or whatever. And um, yeah, and those are the guys who really do it. Like when I made um, my my short movie, I did that. I actually yeah. took uh, action figures and took pictures because I can't draw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I could show other people. Okay, you're the Joker yeah. and you're Batman in this scene. Yeah. But well, I mean, that, but that did change some of the yeah. stuff because you're like, wait, if he's standing right here, he would see him doing that. Oh, okay, yeah. I better do. But it, well, it really it really makes you think about it. And the more you think about a movie before you make it the more the, or the better it's going to be because you've thought everything out that's the one thing why um disney became as successful as they were and sort of and that's why when they released snow white and the seven dwarfs it was sort of as well done as it was because the that entire movie was drawn before it ever came out the yeah. storyboarding was is the heart and soul of the disney style yeah um to this day, even the Avengers movies, like the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, yeah. like uh, they kind of have the whole movie kind of constructed. Like they will make the entire movie in CG before yeah. it comes out. And then like, you know, you have the directors sort of storyboarding it that way and they'll put it in the CG and then they'll go back and they'll sort of shoot based off of that. Um, yeah. And Disney's always done that. That is the one thing that Disney like Disney movies tend to be concise. Because yeah. the movie has been plotted out. There's not a lot of room at Disney for freedom after the plot has been set. Yeah. There's a lot of freedom once you're working on the plot. Like every director will tell you, it's like during the storyboarding phase is when you really get your say yeah. in a lot of this stuff. Like, because yeah. that's really where you start framing your shots is because they're, they're starting to work. You know, and you know, it's one thing when it's when it's the animated stuff, and so much of Disney stuff is animated these days, anyways. Like even the Avengers movies are animated, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, and so it's really they benefit exponentially from the storyboarding, and that's why you can have these sort of tight, sort of connected universes. And like, you know, a Disney animated film is still only like, you know, eighty eight minutes or something, because like. <laughs> we trim the fat but well before we ever start animating yeah. a single cell so yeah, yeah. well yeah uh, of course like with everything this is only a good process if you're a good movie maker <laughs> if you're yeah. crappy it's gonna suck, yeah. but if you're good you know to do it then then it'll yeah. then it'll work out for you like i guess yeah. the coens do that too they write out every single shot yeah. and i guess in no country for old men there was only like two or three shots they didn't use <laughs> 
<laughs> which yeah. is insane. And I guess Hitchcock was the same way. And yeah. Um, I mean, and, like you and, can and, go, like you can go and you'll see like, it's like with Disney animated films in particular, because it's hard to edit an mo- animated movie, especially back in the day. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, here's a cut song that like never yeah. really made it past animatics or something. Like, yeah, yeah. there's never like, like you don't get deleted scenes because there's no such thing as deleted scenes. Because if a scene needs to be deleted, then something's not working with the movie, and yeah. we need to, you know, like, um, Emperor's New Groove. Like that started off as a completely different movie, and like, okay, we need to cut this. No, this yeah. doesn't work. And it's like, you know, what? fuck it, threw the movie out and just started over and made an entirely different thing. So, well, I think it's important too to yeah. shoot, edit, then shoot some more stuff because, like, uh, you know, obviously Star Wars, I know the most about, and Lucas is big on the yeah. reshoots, and he's like, yeah, he's like, when you're writing, you know, you're trying to make your point on this. And so you say it a few times. He's like, and then when you shoot it, you're like, oh, that came across on the first scene. I don't need all those other scenes. Yeah. And then so so many of the reshoots are okay. We take out these three scenes because we realized in one scene you could just get that across. So then they'll shoot a new scene to bridge the gap and just stuff like that. Like you you, you got to go back a couple times because can you imagine what it's like? Like you know you're writing, you're in your own little world that's all in control. Yeah. You shoot so many things, you run out of time. There's yeah difficulties actors are going to do it a different way or maybe it's better and then you can improve on that but there's just so many things that are happening that makes it so you can't get what you're trying to get and then if you can go back and work on that or yeah yeah it's it's, got to be a hell of a process it can't be very fun (laughs) (laughs) directors seem very frustrated to not get what they're trying to get um uh wonder woman 1984 was definitely one of the bigger movies i saw during the downtime Oh yeah, I, uh, I haven't talked. To, oh, sorry, that's my battery. I haven't talked to anybody that liked that movie. I, I think the problem that movie suffers from sort of an ad- identity crisis. It seems like. Uh, yeah, I think that's like. the biggest problem with it. Um, it starts off like Wonder Woman, like the previous movie. Um, mm. and just you know, it's in the eighties, you know. Uh, yeah, and it does that thing where um, they sell you a movie that is. This is Wonder Woman 84. It's called Wonder Woman 84. The advertising is all these like bright neon lights and and stuff. Uh, But like, you know, the second half of the movie takes place like in the Middle East or uh, satellites, like like a broadcast satellite station kind of thing. Like uh, you, you, you quickly lose that 80s aesthetic, like almost instantly. Yeah. Um it's really not there for that much. So it's like, it's kind of shitty to like sell a movie based on this. And then like, yeah, okay, we're done with that. <laughs> almost almost as it. if, almost as if, yeah, it's stupid to call it that because you're expecting something. Well, it's stupid to call, um, to yeah. have the final title of the movie be your working like first draft title. Like, oh, it's going to be an 84. Okay, Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, we're going to change that name? Nah, yeah. we've called it that for two years. We're used yeah. to it. Because there's nothing in it that like, I guess the, like it is a, it is. <laughs> and it's bordering on an earnest title, like yeah. Wonder Woman goes to 1984. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman UHF. You know, it, it's because like okay, so the the conceit is you have uh, Pedro Pascal, um, uh, who's the guy that plays the Mandalorian uh, yeah. in the. Uh, Mandalorian. <laughs> um, he is the main villain of this movie, and he's not really a. He's 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 your typical uh, modern day comic book movie villain, where it's just like, 
He's evil. Um, he's not really a bad guy. He just uh, yeah. He's like he's not really a bad guy. He's 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 got a it's like he's you know he's he's got noble intentions or whatever. Uh, um, okay, so the character he's playing is a character Maxwell Lord, who um, in Lord. in the comics is a really cool character because he started off as this businessman who like the justice league sort of wasn't around anymore. So it was like, I'm going to create the justice league. So they did like justice league international. And he was the founder of the justice league international. And eventually that comic book series kind of became kind of like a funny justice league kind of thing where it was like, you know, yeah, it it was like, you know, Superman and Batman aren't in it anymore. Uh, It's like blue beetle and booster gold and Martian manhunter. And a lot of these kinds of plastic man. uh, (laughs) <laughs> they didn't get that crazy sometimes but not um but um but eventually it just was like he was being manipulated by an evil supercomputer and then he was and he's just a shrewd businessman and a murderer it turns out like this is all like long-term booking kind of stuff yeah. um so that's the character he's playing but he's just this like uh the character he's playing in this movie is one of those tv like you know motivational speakerish kind of guys that are like selling you like you know hey buy my book that'll teach you how to make million dollars you know that kind of character um so he was like famous on tv for those reasons and uh there's this stone movie (laughs) yeah there's this stone that shows up that can grant wishes walks in the door uh well let's because remember, uh, Diana in in this un- in this universe is an archaeologist. Basically, she's like runs that uh, museum. Yeah. She's basically <laughs> Indiana Jones for a lot of. Her <laughs> Whenever I think of um, the name Diana, any in any way, but especially with Wonder Woman, is um, in the the Justice League cartoon show when Batman says it, he's like Diana, <laughs> <laughs> just like the way he says it every time. That's yeah. <laughs> that's how he's hear it. Diana. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, and, and then she has her turns into her friend who's played by what's the, I forget who's the who's the uh, lady in Wonder Woman 84 the, comedi- the comedian what? Oh, um, what's her name uh, Kristen Wiig Kristen Wiig yeah we're... so everyone just ends up using this stupid stone it's a monkey paw movie is what the thing you know the monkey paws from that episode of the Simpsons yeah that's exactly what I thought of um, what you where... can and it ends up being more than you bargained for and exactly just... so so like you know uh, Kristen Wiig's character is like she's she wants to be like Wonder Woman. Ah. Uh so like that's sort of her wish on the stone and so that's what ends up turning her into Cheetah. Yeah. Um, um and by the end of the movie she's off she's full on cat which and it's bad CG but it takes place at night like so they get the... I heard it like cats. What? Just <laughs> look no. like cats the end. Yeah, no. I heard it... Uh, but like, but it's very bad CG, so it's done at night to hide it. Uh, it? Yes, yeah. The fight between her, between Wonder Woman and Cheetah, uh, it takes place at night, so it hides the bad CG. Um, guys, you got to do better planning than that. Yeah, and this, and they do the, um, and they do have the invisible jet is in it. Um, uh, they figure out a way to do that. Um, so, and Diana in the movie, and I was thinking of X Men. Yeah, you think and it never went invisible. It was just like, no, it did, it did. but it yeah. emerges from the cloud. Yeah, but like this way, it's a power. Like they they do some weird cover. shit because like sure. they, 
they figure out ways to like have her use more of her powers like her being able to turn the jet invisible or her being able to fly like she learns how to fly in the movie um which wonder woman can fly that's not made up for the movie she can yeah, no. fly does she always fly or is it sometimes sometimes it's a power that she has but they don't really need to use it that much since she's very much a terrestrial her she herself is terrestrial and a lot of her villains are terrestrial so it doesn't really fly or just leap a jungle in a single bound i wasn't no no she can fly fly Um, yeah i remember she flew in the justice league cartoon and i thought that just did that just so she could keep up with you know soup yeah that's just that's part of her powers she can fly um it's a it's a thing that she she learned how to fly following the crisis on infinite earths event when they started relaunching everything and started doing all that stuff so oh, she didn't oh, learn she... to fly until like oh, so she didn't learn so... to fly until like like after 80s. like the early early 80s but oh, it's been so it part of okay. well, so yeah yeah it's a new thing it's 45 years old <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess it's <laughs> men new hey she's she's like 80 years old so it's it's, it's newer to her <laughs> Um, in Wonder Woman terms, uh, but in but in her terms, you know, she's it's you know this is <laughs> she's she, you know she just started learning how to use her powers in America, and now she's got this. Um, yeah. And so her wish was to like she wishes Chris Pine was back, but yeah, that sort right. of starts that sort of starts costing her her powers to get yeah. him back. And <laughs> Maxwell Lords, like Maxwell. Maxwell Lord's wish is to become the wishing stone. So he be the thing just so I can make infinite wishes. Well, it's because basically what happens is is that the monkey paw stuff falls onto him. So it's like he's so he's because he's a businessman and he wants to be a successful businessman and, mm. and be and and he wants to be the opposite of his father and he wants his son to look up to him and all that kind of stuff. So like the trick is you have to sort of like touch him and so like you know you come to his office and he'll grant your wish but then like oh yeah no mr middle eastern man you can have uh nuclear weapons but i get your oil like he but he doesn't say that out loud it's yeah. you know but that's just ends up being what it is and so the monkey paw stuff comes to him because he's the monkey paw now so when he grants a wish whatever gets taken from them comes to him whether it, so, um, so that's wild. That was a weird way, and then eventually it becomes this thing where he uh, learns that he just he can broadcast himself on TV and just grant everyone's wish around the world. And so, like the fine, so the original casting, yeah. So it's well, that sounds like weird, wild stuff. It is, and it's just not good. It's simply not good. It, yeah. It's it's poorly written. And it's boring. Um, yeah. It's like two and a half hours, right? Like two forty yeah. or something. Yeah, it's insane, and, and it's just like uh, considering I absolutely love that first Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, it's a good. Show. Um, uh, you know, I don't like a lot of these DC universe movies, but like that Wonder Woman, I really liked. I, Aquaman's bad, but kind of fun. Um, it was the first, first and only movie I've ever walked out of in the theater. Uh, Suicide Squad. I just had more stuff to do, and I didn't care about this movie. Yeah, Suicide Squad was Suicide Squad was miserable. Uh, Birds of New World for what that was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, Suicide uh, Birds of Prey was just kind of whatever. Oh yeah, it wasn't bad. It it wasn't bad, and it wasn't good either. So 
you know, it's just sort of like empty calories. Like I saw you it. And McGregor, I, what are you doing? Yeah. And like oh, you and McGregor, right. <laughs> yeah, you and McGregor, it's funny too, because I always hate it when these movies like waste a, a villain like this because like oh, yeah, Black, Black, Mask, Black Mask rules and yeah, you just kind of like waste him yeah. in, in, in like this kind of like spinoff movie that was never intended to be any more than what it was. And it's yeah. Like, Man, make me a Batman movie with this fun character in it. God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like a realistic villain that you could go. Yeah, for with it with a cool look, and it's yeah. just like, like, and he, you know, you get none of that with you and McGregor. <laughs> um, like I like you and McGregor, but yeah. like, and you know, for the most part, he's fine in this movie, in that movie, but like, oh yeah, yeah, and like, and you know, I, you know, I didn't like Man Man of Steel as much. As I hated Batman versus Superman. Justice League was just like the most. It's the most average movie I've ever seen, I guess. Like <laughs> they were like just striving C- for okay. Yeah, it's like a C plus. Like, yeah, I mean, like on the upper end of A OK, my friends. Yeah, I can't <laughs> complain and I can't say everything that I loved about it. Yeah, so um it's not like I'm excited for the Snyder cut, especially the more I read about it, the more I'm like, oh, he's just now playing in the sandbox because it's like r-rated and they've sort of leaked out they've leaked out some of the shit that happens in it it's like oh that's just you being violent for the sake of being violent isn't it because it's (laughs) Zack snyder he's got a style and he's gonna commit to it come hell or high water because i loved uh his other two so i'm very excited for it i was so mad when uh he left and joss whedon of all motherfuckers took over and i was like Like, uh this isn't gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, like, like uh, the first Avengers movie is absolutely fantastic, uh, but that's sort of like the extent of what Joss Whedon can do. Um, <laughs> and, and, and so much of that sort of revolves around not him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so much of like, that revolves around. This. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, like <laughs> you know, so much of this, like the groundwork was set up by so many like you know john favreau is more to expect a phrase for uh yeah <laughs> adventures than that and you know and just all yeah. that stuff in general but like you know because like he did come back for avengers 2 and that movie's you know okay yeah like it's it's the weakest avengers like uh, of the titled avengers movie it's like head and shoulders the worst oh yeah uh, even though it, even though it ha- plays like the thing that i like them doing right now is that they're really going out of their way to make these bad movies that you probably only saw once or twice in these mcu stuff to sort of give them new context and like reason to exist like they're not trying to write them out but they're trying to give like better context to some of these movies in yeah. the end like you know wandavision really is revolving around uh age of ultron a movie yeah. that was okay that nobody really particularly loves um but is sort of g- giving it new relevance without making them try, trying to change anything about the movie but sort yeah. of like like yeah and, and they did you know they did that with thor 2 with um Endgame, where they sort of like added some interesting stuff to the sort of story of that one um, by oh, going yeah. back to it in the movie uh it's cool it's cool that they 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 realize like we're not going to like write them out of existence and pretend they didn't happen but we're gonna like you know apply context to it so oh, um, yeah. but like it's just one of those things like you see it, it's like it's a four hour r-rated justice league movie uh so, 
where yeah. I, I read once I read one thing where they said like there's gonna be a scene where like Steppenwolf absolutely obliterates and like apparently rather violently and gorily like the Amazonians and stuff. And I'm just like I, I guess. I mean like Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know if I don't I don't know how much more is new or is how much is just them. It sounds to- like it's a lot. Yeah. It sounds like because the like is like if there's one thing I can praise Zack Snyder about was his ability to just manipulate everybody into get, make, being able to make a brand new movie. It seems like because like like you know he's like oh we went in for reshoots yeah but you brought back characters that weren't even in the original script or whatever like it's it sounds like they pay they're paying a shit ton of money. And yeah. a lot of new shit is being filmed, and like you know, the pictures that just came out of the new Joker and everything—like it's. Jared Leto must be happy. He's like, "Oh, good, my Joker's not going to get lost in that one movie." Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, David Ayer said, um, <laughs> said that um, there's like a way different version of that movie, but I, I think everyone's saying that now to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, never really made a good movie. I mean, yeah. uh, and to watch is good, but. Even that has its problems, but you know yeah. this movie there, was this no... movie was consistent with his other movies. Yeah, so. it's a, it's it's consistent with what his clear vision usually is in a movie. Like I, I don't trust yeah. that. A best case scenario, I don't know what that best case scenario is for that Suicide Squad movie because it doesn't change the fact that the, like it's kind of not that interesting of a plot. <laughs> like, like the new movie that that new the Suicide Squad. At least it's just being like, oh, this is just going to be an like a, a a violent, like we're like we're manipulating all of these supervillains into this weird battle royale kind of thing. Like, yeah, all yeah. right, for the for the yeah. entertainment of people. Like, that's just yeah. you as an excuse to be able to bring in uh, characters that would not normally be in a superhero movie and just sort of have some fun in a sandbox. Uh, yeah. Until Marvel decided to hire you back, and it's like, all right, well, I got my one my DC movie under my belt. Now I get to make my Marvel movies again. So yeah, I think what's funny about Suicide Squad is they're like, okay, Superman is a problem. Like, if he decides to be a problem, we're gonna have a problem. So let's take these people that we have in prison, take them out and train them just in case. Yeah, and then we'll have something. And then they're like, oh shit, they escaped. Yeah, <laughs> we did, uh, well, we did not see that yeah. coming. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's like, at least, like... We're going to make the just-in-case team. Yeah. Just-in-case, and then... Like, like, because that's one of those things that plays better in a comic book. Like, it's not like they just willed the the Suicide Squad into existence from the ether. It's like, you know, it's a thing that's been around for decades. And, like, it plays better in a comic book because... You can kind of believe it more in a comic book when you have like this government oversight taking control of these villains that, yeah. you know, and a lot of these villains are like, most of them aren't even like high end villains. That was no. always the thing. Like they're all they're like, all they're all like, D, yeah, they're all like, the villain. yeah, like, the Harley highest Quinn's is, B villain. <laughs> yeah. And, and even then, like Harley Quinn doesn't even have, Harley Quinn is only a B villain when she's with the Joker. Like, <laughs> Um, because by herself, yeah, by by herself, she's just sort of like chaotic energy. Like, you know, I'd say the real, especially in that team and like historically, like the real B villain would be like Deadshot. Who's got like, he's like a real threat because like he is like unbelievably good at shooting. (laughs) Like, you know, he's he's a triple threat. (laughs) But like, you know, everything else is, 
Yeah, but like everything else is just like, oh, these are the characters that don't really get much playtime in like the Batman or Superman or Wonder Woman comics because they're just like, you know, they're there just to tell a bank heist story and then just like, this is the filler issue that this character shows up in or whatever. Like, you know. Yeah. But, um, so yeah it's 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 a lot to try to waste your like time on a story like this which is going to go nowhere for you like they clearly just wanted to have their guardians of the galaxy and that was the worst possible idea of doing that there are better there are better ideas i think a young justice movie would have a better chance of being like a guardians of the galaxy movie or something oh yeah yeah but you know yeah, Teen Titans or something. Teen Titans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's. I never really get that too, where it's like, hey, let's do all the bad guys. Bad guys are cool. And I'm like, no, yeah. good guys are cool. Bad guys are bad guys. Yeah, I mean, bad guys. Like, I bad don't guys want are... to see a Joker movie. I want to see a yeah. fucking Batman movie with Joker in it. Yeah, like, like that Joker movies. It's you know it's like the only way the Joker movie works is when you just make a, a movie that already exists, yep. but replace the main character with the Joker. Like you put Bobby De Niro in it. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was great in that movie, man. Best part of that movie by a long shot. So bring some A class acting here. It's good. It's good, De Niro. Like, <laughs> hey, you want to do it? He's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. What you paying me? Okay, I'll do yeah. it. What's what's like? Oh, you know this movie is based off is kind of inspired by uh, King Comedy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. How much you gonna fucking pay me? Yeah. <laughs> he's like n- now he's like call me till the next Irishman comes up. Yeah. <laughs> he's like just give me a movie where I can actually do something in it. Yeah. I almost watched Irishman. It's funny. You know, I didn't have the time though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to really sort of. I I have yet. Out. I have yet to see that movie. Uh, oh yeah, okay. no, I just, I just, can't. I'd rather watch something fun. <laughs> I guess. Oh, yeah. like, it's uh, it, it got unnecessarily like hyped up, and uh, it's one of those movies where it's not gonna like change your world. You know, you're not like, oh my god, I've never seen this before. But it's just a <laughs> really good, really well told story, and it's like they have the time to really go for it with the story and like tell it right. And yeah, it's it's good. It's not gonna change anything, but it's mm-hmm. it's good though. Uh, it's funny because it's funny because that uh, the Irishman, I think Parasite and uh, Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai, all came out the same day on Criterion Disc. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I saw the Ghost Dog was on there, and I was like, oh, oh finally see that movie. I remember seeing the previews back in the nineties. I bought that one. I, that that came out during the uh, Criterion sale. So it was like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I love Ghost Dog. I've never owned it. I've only ever seen it on, like, you know, Encore or whatever. Yeah. So, I was like, more Force great, Whitaker? Of course. That movie's so good. I thought oh, yeah, it was so good. Oh, I finally did see the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which was pretty good until the end when yeah. it didn't make any fucking sense because they're taking the bodies and changing them. And then yeah. the girl falls asleep and then she is one of the aliens and i'm like wait what that just went against the whole thing of the movie yeah I, but I, I, what year did that come out 50 something eight 58 or something I, that's just what sci-fi was then it was never yeah. one of it was particularly the only really good sci-fi you were getting was was written sci-fi really yeah um, it yeah. was all just sort of like a lot of the stuff was just kind of that way where it just sort of like it's telling us a, a weird like and a lot of times in a lot of that 
especially those B movie drive-in classic sci-fi stuff. It was just really yeah. designed. It was really just designed to have plot twists for the sake of plot twists because that's what yeah. these kinds of movies were built for. Yeah. Um, you know, the they they finally sort of perfected that that genre with the Twilight Zone when that shit came out because like Rod Serling was like the master of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And because because all of the because like all, every episode of the Twilight Zone is like those movies. It's like yeah. it's like the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers and stuff. But like you know, you only have you know twenty minutes, thirty minutes of you know, yeah. or like forty five minutes or whatever, depending on where you're at um, of Showtime to sort of get a story out, and you don't have time for the rest of the bullshit. So yeah. you get your one twist, and you know there's a twist coming, and you're just like, what's it gonna be? fuck's gonna be oh yeah. shit turns out turns out everyone turns out she's beautiful and it's everyone else who's ugly yeah uh, yeah. yeah like uh, i've worked on the short format like there's so yeah. many movies especially like monster movies or scary yeah. movies where like yeah we have about 15 minutes of cool stuff yeah. that that's why that's why that's why it, it sucks with the horror format that so much of the um uh, package features have sort of gone the wayside because those were always a good way of doing that kind of like horror movie stuff, like back when, like the creep show style, where you just have like three or four stories or whatever. So, yeah, um, maybe with this, we'll start to see movies that don't have to be 90 minutes, <laughs> you know, like you yeah. can have a movie or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes benefits from being short, like knowing more isn't necessarily a good thing. You're like, I mean, that's the thing, like if you go, if you go to all of the like all of the stuff that modern sort of sci-fi and horror is based off of is all sort of comes from the, like kind of, there's very few original ideas. They're all just sort of like, let's take this idea and yeah. spin it. You know, like, you know, a zombie movie is just all, every single zombie movie is just a twist on the reanimator or, uh, yeah. uh, you know, you know, every sort of like creature feature is just a spin off of, you know, Mary Shelley or yeah. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein or Bram Stoker's Dracula and shit like that. It's all just sort of, and it's like, you know, they all sort of come from those old pulps magazines. Oh yeah. Like, you know, it's like, Oh, this is a story that was told over the course of like four issues and yeah. it's like four paragraphs each issue or something. And it's like, that's not that much content, but it goes a long way. I mean, HP Lovecraft is known to this day based off of like, you know, most of his stories barely take up, you know, 10 pages in a book, you know? Yeah. If that, um, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, so, uh, you know, call of Cthulhu is this massive thing. And that's like, you know, 10 pages, you know, <laughs> it's just like, um, so yeah, I, I would like to see that sort of return to like the shorter yeah. stuff because it's just like, especially with things like, scary like monster movies and oh, stuff. Yeah. it really goes a long way well, even like uh no country is a good example because yeah. if you took out the tommy lee jones plot that movie would be yeah. pretty short it's like you don't really know anything about the people or anything it's just yeah. very bare bones two-dimensional just it's all about the plot and it's just about the details that happen within the scenes yeah and it's you know one of the fucking best movies ever made and like <laughs> those are my favorite or like look at the good the bad the ugly like how is that movie yeah. three hours long like there's yeah. not a whole lot going on in that movie but yeah. just for the way that leone shoots it it yeah. stretches out in in a great way because i love that movie like, um, hell, uh, the one that i always go like hell or high, hell or high water yeah like that there's not much going on no. either there and it's, it's good not, it's very yeah. good it's very tight it's very concise and it really yep. gets through its story yeah love that movie yeah that, that's my it, favorite kind of stuff yeah 
or stuff that you can really sink your teeth into. But the older I get, the more I just want bare bones, not a whole yeah. lot going on. Yeah. Like the Godfather, you know, like, I mean, I love the Godfather, but that's like, that's a big movie. It's, it's long. And there's like, you know, a lot. There's of like, yeah. The Godfather on. has like, you know, your typical movie has like an A plot and a B plot. Um, and sometimes I just want the A plot. I don't need yeah. the B plot. Uh, but like Godfather definitely has like, oh, there's an A plot and there's the B plot. Oh, so there's, there's a C and a D over here too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Godfather two. And they get to the hearing scene. You're like, what the fuck did, where did this come from? <laughs> it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that movie, but you know, have you seen the new cut of Godfather three yet? No, I'm haven't. waiting for the 4k box set. Like <laughs> I, I literally just watched those like, Oh wait, I just watched two not that long ago. I watched them not that long ago. Like I'm not the biggest Godfather fan. You know, I watch them once every few years or whatever. And uh, I'll just wait. I don't really care. I like Godfather three as it is. I'm sure the new one's way better, but uh, I, I, yeah, not I'm to really, say there's not room for improvement. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, wait. I'll be I don't care. Really interested. I, I keep meaning to like just like I because I think I could just rent it digitally or something. And I just keep thinking uh, like yeah. I'll just pull the trigger and just like watch the digital version of it or something. But I just never get. I just never it's like i could watch anything else like yeah uh, if like, it was a new cut of like heat i would drop everything i'm doing and see it yeah. but for godfather three you're like eh, okay. it's like i or it's like i uh yeah. i rented a documentary based uh, that told the story of midway the video game company that doesn't exist mm. anymore and that was fascinating <laughs> stuff like because that was really that was one of those things i was like i'm like i could watch godfather uh, Coda, That's Coda, I think they call it or whatever. Yep. The death of Michael Corleone. Death of Michael Corleone. Yeah. Which I did read something on accident. It was just an interview with Coppola, and they said the biggest change of it, and I was like, "Oh, that's <laughs> nice to know." Um, <laughs> asshole. But but yeah, that movie that that documentary was really fun. That documentary had a lot of um, just like it's fun to watch a studio that should still be around today. I mean, this was at one point the biggest video game company that you could possibly imagine. I mean, yeah, between Mortal Kombat and NBA Jam, I mean, oh, those, yeah. are, those are two games that still to this day ring powerful through everyone's soul. Through the uh, arcades. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone's still like anyone, men of a certain age absolutely have NBA <laughs> quotes in their head at, at, <laughs> at, 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 frequently you know yeah. there's uh, there's many a times you'll yell boom shakalaka or whatever um he's all yeah <laughs> uh, you know mortal Kombat, like get over here. get over here i, I, I had a guy used to work with that said that a lot <laughs> yeah yeah um but like it's just the studio that fizzled away and, but there's their impact is still like you know mortal Kombat's still around you know that that stuff. Oh, like, yeah. there's a new movie coming out this year for Mortal Kombat. Um, Good, try it again. Try it again. Just keep like a. But I was telling you, I th I think I texted you after I saw. It's like uh, Paul W S Anderson is in this uh, documentary for. <laughs> for well, this he, he's the Godfather of video game movies. <laughs> we do Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I mean, before. Was the other one? Oh, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah. Resident Evil. Yeah. Which is a um, fucking boy. Not fucking terrible movie. <laughs> As a person that is a massive fan of Resident Evil, uh, the video games, uh, I've seen, I saw Resident Evil 1 and 2 in theaters, uh. but I have seen every single one of those movies. And did, so did you, I think I saw on your list that you just, that you watched Resident Evil and put it into your terrible section. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, 
uh, the only cool scene in that Resident Evil movie is the laser wall that slices that guy. That's the only cool scene. There's For some reason. Yeah. There's absolutely no... Uh, nothing about those movies ring Resident Evil except for like when they bring in some of the creatures. Like oh, yeah, um, yeah. the games have these zombie dogs <laughs> that appear in the oh, yeah, original yeah. movie. Aren't they and then, like, what? Aren't the dogs yeah. in it? Yeah, the yeah. dogs are in the first one. And then they'll like bring in, I think the nemesis is in the second one. And then they start bringing in actual game characters. Like here's Chris, here's Wesker, here's Jill, here's Barry, here's Claire, here's all oh, these yeah. guys. But like, but they all take a back seat to Mila Jovovich, who yeah. um, you see her the JJ in that movie. By the way, she's like that's like the like <laughs> hello, welcome to my movie. Also, here's this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, and, I, and I, I just absolutely had to rewind it and freeze frame yeah. it to make sure I that was in fact what I was seeing. Yeah, it turns uh, out I was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> boy, um, she's bad in this movie, like super bad, and never gets Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's bad in this movie. Yeah, the guy with movie. the giant neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he goes the, in the vents or whatever, and he's like, "Save yourself!" And then he comes back to say, "One it. of the funniest ongoing things with these movies um, is, uh, especially later on, when you get to the next movie, they will. It doesn't matter how the previous movie ended. Uh, <laughs> they will figure out any way to just like, eh, just keep going." Uh, and, and like ignore whole plot points. Oh, <laughs> like no oh, one's gonna remember. The last time I yeah. saw it was in the theater. Yeah, it is the most disjointed. Like if you watch it as like a as like a singular series, which I have unfortunately done, uh, because I'm fascinated by these movies. I just can't. <laughs> they're so bad, and I can't get enough for some reason. Just like this weird, <laughs> weird part of my brain. Uh, my friend does that. He just watches shit over and over that he hates, or he says he yeah. hates. Here it's the sequel. He's like, I didn't yeah. like the Hobbit, the first Hobbit movie, but then I saw the next two in the theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not like that. So like you, yeah, you watch them as a singular franchise, and it's the most disjointed, incoherent thing I have ever seen. He is, and, and you know what's funny? Uh, uh, we say he's the you know the godfather of video game movies. He has a new video game movie in theaters like right now. You could go see Monster Hunter in theaters right now, starring Mila Jovovich, his wife. Um, and what's what's funny is whenever I remember seeing those trailers, and like all you ever see is like her and her like military goons. Like it's like yeah. this is a fantasy franchise. Like why are we in a jeep? Oh, yeah. Like and, and it's like, oh they get. I was gonna say isekai, but you have no idea what that phrase means. Uh, they get like pulled into an alter, like I can't remember if they get pulled in or they somebody gets pulled into their reality, whatever. They pull a it's, He-Man movie and they send them to Earth. Yeah, and it's just like you know, you can just make the thing, like yeah. no, because they always have like, to relate it to Earth and regular modern times. Yeah, as much as they can. it's like it's like that, that's the thing. Like the people that are going to see this. Yeah, I know. I know. Are yeah, yeah you that's like bad. know what this is? So you're not giving him that. Uh, and then you're giving the people you're really making a movie for the people that don't care. Yeah. Uh, that it, it's like at least with comic book movies, there's so much you could just pick, choose, pull from. Like, I'm not adapting anything, one thing in particular. I get to pick and choose, you know, 80 years worth of content and yeah. just sort of like create my own Frankenstein's monster of yeah. a franchise of a movie and, and have it, you know, come up with my own stuff too because everything's fair. 
But like, yeah. you know, monster, like when they did like, you know, you saw the Warcraft movie, right? Yes. You liked the Warcraft movie. I did, I did like the Warcraft yeah, movie. You have absolutely no connection to the Warcraft movie. None whatsoever. So the more Warcraft franchise. The, and that's fine because like it's a, it's a perfectly competent like uh, uh, fantasy movie. I'm not a big yeah. fantasy movie, sort of yeah. sorcery kind of guy. But like the biggest problem that – the reason why that movie was such an abysmal hit was because – Warcraft has existed for a very long time. Mm, there yeah. is a, there is a lore. There is a specific lore to Warcraft. Everything sort of exists already. And you just kind of come in and just kind of shoehorn what you want to do. And yeah. you're not going to make any friends that way. For somebody who has knows nothing about Warcraft, um, cool. Uh, yeah. But that's not who's going to – that's not who's putting the money in the coffers. Especially yeah. for something like this, well, they'll um, go see it once. They'll go you know see it I mean? once. They're going to go see it regardless, so they want yeah. to get for people and, that don't know anything. Yeah, and the and it'll make them mad, and then you know they'll watch it again and again <laughs> and complain, and they'll go see. <laughs> but like you know, but like the Warcraft movie failed miserably because uh, that particular fan base is not a fan base that you're going to win <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, they're committed to it, and they've spent you know they've it's spent decades. Yeah, they spent decades uh, in this franchise. They know everything inside and out. They have books. They have everything, and it, it's not like comic books where there are like alternate timelines. And there's a, there's a, there's a there's a case scenario for things being different. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and that just doesn't exist. It's like it's like Lord of the Rings and stuff. Like you know, you have to sort of be faithful to yeah. the content, or else you're not going to make any friends. And, and at least Lord of the Rings was sensical enough at least for the original trilogy to be faithful while still yeah. adding their own sort of flavor in a lot of ways but still like for the most part it's the books yeah um, only cutting out very yeah. things. yeah and 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 there is that subset of lord of the rings fans that absolutely find that unforgivable um like i think even yeah. like um his kid or his grandkid or whatever who's like yeah 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 yeah, like yeah, he, he just hates everything. Just he hates. Kids. I think he hates movies. That movies are even made. I think he all. was. I think he was stoked about the Amazon series. I think mostly because it's not. It's not based on anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. It's, so. I, I never get when people get mad at the the movie version because they're like, this doesn't cancel out the book. The book yeah. still exists. Yeah. You can still have the book. Yeah, like the movie, and you can't make a so. book a movie. They're just two different things. It's just always yeah. funny when people get so mad about that stuff. Like I mean, I've seen stuff of books that I've read where the book, where the movie is not really like the book, and it's still a good movie. And I've seen it where it's just like it, and it's not a good movie. All right, Jake, all right. I'm going to do a lightning round with you here. All right, lightning do round. Have, okay. Do you have your list? Do you have your list in front of you? Well, but, the list was just a reference game. I know, but 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 here's but but there's, there's a specific reason I'm asking for that. Okay. I want something off of your list that you said was good. That was good on the good side. Yeah. Uh, uh, First night. Remember that movie with Sean Connery? In no? Richard Gere is a is a King Arthur. Oh movie. yeah 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 yeah. I yeah, never yeah. saw that at the time, and I saw it, and it was really good. It was actually yeah. directed by Zuckerman, who did Airplane. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. I know wow. it was very good. It was. Like, yeah. I was surprised. It was good. Is it, shit. I don't really. I only vaguely remember that movie. Is it like? What's its tone? What's its? Uh, it's like kind of their like adaption of King Arthur. It's like kind of them. Okay. It's not really the King Arthur thing, but it is. 
It's like, it like King Arthur's like old, and then Lancelot's like the young guy trying to take over, and he so so it's role. so it's so it's trying to so it's doing that base it out of reality as opposed to the sort of the fantasy realm of. Uh, I think it's still fantasy. There's not like monsters are in it, but I mean, uh, like it's like huge, but like, you know, like but like it, 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 like Merlin the wizard and shit. Like it doesn't have doesn't have that kind of. I shit think Mer- I think they reference him. Like he's dead though. He's been dead for a while. But is it implied that he truly was a wizard, or uh, I don't know? It, it doesn't seem like because, it's like the realistic. The... It seems like it's fantasy, but you don't see the fantasy. Because remember, like the Transformers movie, where it takes you back to that Camelot oh, yeah. times, and it's like, <laughs> oh, it turns out Merlin was real and was a wizard, and his magical staff was uh, Cybertronian tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is... yeah I... One of the it, greatest it, it, ways ever to start off a movie, I think. Uh, well, that's that's one that's like Michael Bay's tour to force right there is that like first ten minutes. Remember yeah. seeing that, and I was like, oh my god, this is like I feel like I'm I, ten years old. <laughs> I hate the rest of that movie, but I absolutely love that fucking. Cyber I do training. like the rest of it, but it's fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> it is batshit crazy. And then it, and then it turns cool out, way. and then it turns out Earth was Unicron all along, which is just the most. <laughs> It sounds like there's a there's a chance it sounds like the next Transformers movie is going to be a Beast Wars situation. Oh, I did hear that. I did hear which that. would be fucking cool. Live action yeah. Beast Wars? Fuck yeah. So first night, if you have the chance, it's it's very good. All right, what's the next heading on your list? Uh, heading? Yeah, you got all those different I, options. I finally right? saw it. Movies that I finally saw. Finally saw. Give me one off of your phone. Uh, Badlands, the Terrence Malick movie. Okay, never saw that. Never it's saw pretty good. It's, it's, one, it's not to the extent of Razorhead, but I saw it. I'm glad I saw it. I'll never watch it again. Yeah. It's definitely way more enjoyable than Eraserhead. It's a good, it's a true what story which it? I didn't know. What is it? <laughs> oh, it's uh, about this couple in the uh, late fifties, early sixties, and they uh, they're southern. And this uh, Martin Sheen is a uh, is just kind of this. He's mm, not a bad guy, but anyways, <laughs> he he likes um, Sissy Spacek, and she's like young, and he kills her dad. Then they go on the road. <laughs> to go live like their perfect life, and then obviously cops are coming to him. And anytime someone questions him, he kills them, and then just kind of spirals out of control. <laughs> it's good though. That's good. Your uh, 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 your rewatch. My rewatch. What's a notable rewatch on here? Um, Pick a good one that you said. Oh, uh, that movie uh, Hard Rain. Hard Remember with Christian Slater? Yeah, it was an action good. movie. It was surprisingly good. I was like, yeah. "This is actually pretty darn good." I was surprised that, that like how high quality <laughs> it was. I'm looking. I, can, I your handwriting is about as good as mine, so I can only make out like a handful <laughs> yeah. of the of these things on here. And yeah. I, I, I definitely I see RoboCop on there. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's history of violence. Never mind. I was like, yeah, it's like Hispanic. Vi- <laughs> <laughs> this was written just for me, so I didn't intend on anybody else. Huh? Uh, the, the, the RoboCop, I'm assuming, is the original RoboCop. Yes, I remember watching it before, Which and I was like, yeah, that was okay. Uh, Which the director's cut. I remember watching it. Uh, yeah, not that eh, it was like ten years ago, and I was like, "Yeah, that was pretty good." And I watched it this time, and I was like, "This movie's awesome." I love the yeah. original RoboCop's fucking great. Yeah, it's and so watched... it's so snarky. I love <laughs> yeah. it. Like it's so it's such it's 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 in the same way of like they live in that situation oh, where it's totally, just like yeah. it's it's so taking the piss out of this country in such an enjoyable way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I watched two, and I was, it was like starting off, and I was like, "Man, what's everybody talking about?" Then not too long after, you're like, yeah, oh, it doesn't, it, it it doesn't take 
it doesn't take long, but it does two does lull you into a false sense of security. It starts off good. Like yeah. it has a cool setup and stuff, and then it just goes insane. <laughs> Um, is that AI as in the uh, artificial intelligence? Artificial intelligence. Yeah. Okay, that's what the I thought, one with but... the yeah. Spielberg one. That was, as I remember, not very good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't make it too far. It's just I... weird. This is a weird. Does that say? Does that say Hot Shots? It does. Okay. I, I tried to watch Hot Shots, but I, I wasn't into that either. It was just, <laughs> they're just taking a shot at every single joke they can possibly think of, and that Ocean's usually doesn't work out. Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. I rewatched that. I yeah. liked it. it was my good. dad, my dad loves that entire franchise, man. Yeah, I watched the next two. Good. Uh, Beowulf, I see on there. I, yeah, I liked it this time. The first time I watched it, I didn't. Maybe I had this like false sense of ownership to the original material that I had read in high school, even though I didn't really remember it. And then I watched it again, and I was like, "Oh, this is great." Their changes Beowulf are really cool. One of those cool stories to read because it's almost incomprehensible at times. Like, oh yeah, and that, and that's how those those Viking yeah. sagas are. It's yeah. not really like a story. It's just like, hey, follow this dude's life until he dies. It's not like, oh, from when he was a kid, he wanted to do this, and then at the end of his life, he did. They're just like, nope, this is their life. And Beowulf is obviously a fantasy story, but yeah. that's how they told stories. <laughs> I do, I do love seeing that there was definitely a I'm going to watch Nicol- Nicolas Cage movies situation in some of these, like because <laughs> I definitely was. see Con Air and Eight Millimeter, and I well, saw Devil's Kiss, and I saw <laughs> my, my wife really wanted to watch like '90s action movies for some reason, good or bad, and so I was like, all right, because I think we watched, uh... oh God, what do we watch? Um... <laughs> I don't remember which one was the first one, but she wanted to watch it. And I was like, well, if you're watching that, you got to watch Con Air. And then we watched that. And that movie's almost good. Con Air is almost good. And, uh, and <laughs> You then... didn't put it on your almost good list, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, the rewatching, those those can go. Those are interchangeable. Just That's just like their priority of the list. But it it's kind of almost good. And then it's falling apart slowly throughout the movie. And then once they get to Las Vegas, it just fucking <laughs> just fucking blows up. What did what did we watch? I don't know what we watched. Maybe we watched something. And then I think I made her watch The Rock. Oh no, that was before that. Man, boy, do we watch I miss, Face Off? Boy, do I miss like that era? I guess like high quality the, action movies just where they have high, like, A-list actors. They've got big budgets. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, it's like it's stories. Like, yeah, you have these studios throwing millions of dollars at these uh, directors that only direct with a style. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, like Michael Bay should be getting the money he's making, whether the movies are good or not. He is yeah. making something that is incredibly watchable almost. And it, and, and yeah. has such a beautiful eye for action. Like, yeah. Say what you want about the Transformers movies from a yeah. story standpoint, visually, like even the design standpoint, like the Transformers designs aren't that great because they're really busy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they could settle. I think they, I think you can kind of keep the designs, but kind of tone them down a little bit with all the gears, and, but like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like he recognizes small little details yeah. when these robots are doing something in an explosion, when they're, when they're on a freeway and shit is blowing up around them and they're tearing through tanker trucks and bombs are going off and shit. Like, yeah. like, he like he's paying attention to the smallest fucking details, and it's oh, yeah. beautiful. Well, like 
in the rock every shot is fucking killer yeah. just like the placement of the camera and like the lighting on it and just like yeah. oh god it's fucking cool like you know armageddon like this just spend a shit ton of money on a really <laughs> bad movie but man is it enjoyable uh, well, I, yeah we were after the rock uh we watched that and um uh i still like it obviously there's you know yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's funny as shit, and the action's really yeah. cool. There's it's a some bad cheesy movie, but not. Stuff, but... but it's a bad movie, but not in like uh, an, a hey, negative. I, I think it's good, but it's, it's just not. like there's, there's a lot of dumb things in it, but they don't break yeah. it down. Yeah. But that no, is no, the that's, beginning. I mean, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, that's no, the beginning that's... of the end of Michael Bay because he just kind of kept doing that more, where it's yeah. like super goofy comedy and super intense action and he just kind of kept going yeah. and getting less and less mature with it and just like like armageddon's like 17 and then you know now he's at like six years old yeah with, like, like like you know he gets to trans- yeah, transformers 2 where it was just like <laughs> testicles man uh um, yeah that one was that was his lowest point yeah. of like maturity i'd say yeah and now he's like full-on adhd with uh the one yeah. with um what's his fucking uh ryan reynolds where it's just yeah. like jumping back and forth through time and it's just like insane camera you can't even see what the hell is happening you're like jesus michael but he takes some ritalin or yeah. something <laughs> he's just like gone full on like because i was maintaining i'm like i'm like i think michael bay could make a really good movie he's just like kind of choosing to make these you know and then he did pain and gain i was like oh god this is terrible <laughs> and then 13 hours was like yeah that was all right i think That's we a- covered so many of the fine list. I see high flying bird on there. I don't think there's yeah. a whole lot to talk about black and blue. I, that movie's good. I'd like, but not yeah, really it was just solid. Movie. It was like, yeah. saw it, you forget about yeah. it. Nothing good. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, nothing amazing, nothing bad. Except for Tyrese. Tyrese gave him great performance in that movie. I was like, I know Tyrese had it in him. He was fucking great in that movie. <laughs> oh, Peggy Sue got married. You saw Peggy Sue got married. I yeah, did, that yeah. That's a, a fun movie. Yeah, it was, good. It's good. it was good. It's good. Again, you're just like, uh, just, Nick Cage is doing his thing. <laughs> well, that, that was Coppola. That was Coppola. That's why I want to yeah. see that one. Yeah. But Nicholas Cage and his goofy ass voices, really funny in that. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, it's it's so funny to like go through his body of work and just like, <laughs> like when did he go crazy? And then it's like you start raising Arizona, and you're like, oh, not raising. Uh, Pegasus got married. Like, oh, that just yeah, okay. He's always been this way. Yeah, he's always been this way. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> There was this, I cannot remember what this movie was at all, but there was this movie that Nicolas Cage wasn't in. He's just got a cameo and like, he just like pulls up in his car and has like this giant prosthetic nose on and has like this, like, um, and he just has like a weird accent and he's like, ah, <laughs> like laughs and then like leaves basically. And that's like the extent of like him trying to help these people that have like broken down on the side of the road or whatever. It's just like, like, huh. like Nicholas Cage just kind of like when he just pops up once, you're like, <laughs> but yeah, Pegasus got married is a fun movie, but yeah, yeah it's, it's good, definitely, it's I think it being under the fine heading is perfect. Like, yeah, no, yeah it's, good, it's good. It's good. I'll never and, watch and, it. And again, and again it's, it makes sense. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That is a couple of movies that explains why Nicolas Cage got involved yeah. in that movie. He was like uh, adamant that he did that voice. Like, he did that yeah. voice where he walked. And so the yeah. couple had to be like, okay, I guess so. He's like, I'm going to do this voice, okay? I, if, I, if I don't do this voice, I have no reason to live. 
I'm looking at your I'm looking at your almost good section and oh, oh uh, fine. Uh this movie's good though. Danny Collins with Al Pacino. That was a good movie. It's yeah. based on a true story and Jennifer Gardner's in it. That's what took me to it. But <laughs> and Pacino, of course, but that was a good one. That was like newer Pacino, but actually doing something that he wants to do. Like, I want to be in a movie that I actually want to be in. Yeah. <laughs> What's the one in between? Seventh victim and invasion of the body snatchers. The underneath. The underneath. It was a Soderbergh movie, and it was his third movie, and it's got uh, Peter Gallagher in it, and it's it's really good. And then it just ends, and you're like, oh. I have no idea. What happening. <laughs> is that like, angels I, and is that angels and demons on that list? Yeah, I, I never liked the Da Vinci Code. code. I, you know, I like the the world and like the character and what it's about, but just as a movie, I didn't like it. And then I was like, all right, maybe on the second shot it's better. And it was. And then the end was fucking stupid as fuck. <laughs> it was so terrible. <laughs> just like, it was like one of those bad guy plots where like so many crazy things had to go just so for it to work. Yeah. And yeah. it was just like unbelievable. I, I've seen every single one of those movies. Yeah. And like, it's so funny because like, which one was Angels and Demons the one with the. Universe. Dark matter bomb? Uh, no, that, but, uh, that must be the other one. Inferno. That Inferno. Or maybe it is. Oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> oh no, wait. I don't. Is it? There's a bomb in it. I don't know. Oh, the Pope. I, I feel the like guys, it's and they're gonna like new Pope and you and yeah. McGregor is clearly the bad guy from like the first scene he's in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out then he like flies a helicopter and like fakes his death. Yeah. And then that was like all part of the like, plan you know, to like stop the bomb two seconds before it was. Maybe it was. It's, I don't fucking know. It's it's funny because like I read the first Da Vinci Code book. Yeah. Um, that's, that's Angels and Demons. Uh, like Da Vinci Code as a book is so much better than like those movies in general as books are better because yeah. uh, you spend more time and, and like and the mystery mystery plays better. In, in like this kind of mystery yeah. plays better as a non-visual entity. Yeah, uh, because, in the Vinci code, the girl's with him the whole time and she yeah, doesn't do anything. And I was like, yeah. like, oh, she must be the descendant because she's yeah, not so, doing anything. So why is so she like in this in movie? When there's so much... Yeah, so they spend... Yeah, so like you feel more of a sense of accomplishment when you start like figuring it out yourself or reading yeah. along because it feels like you're learning with him as opposed to just like well that's yeah. clearly Ian McKellen's hand or whatever yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah and when you're like watching it you're watching it and when you're reading yeah. it it's it's taking over a different part yeah. of your brain so yeah. you're not really like thinking uh, ahead and you're like why did he look at him like that when he said that i i but like i didn't read angels and demons or inferno but i did read the because, okay awesome. so the reason why i didn't read those ones were because like I read the Da Vinci Code book before I saw the movie, so I yeah. got it got it better. But then by the I just never got around to reading those books, and then I saw the movies. So it was like, well, I already know how like you know the, the books will probably be better, but also like it won't have the same impact. The yeah, uh, of yeah. being ultimately the same, like same 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 result, just a different path to it. Um, yeah. And yeah. I don't think they'll do a movie based off of. I have to look it up now because um, I forget what the title was. Lost symbol. No, not that one. I didn't that okay, so it wasn't whatever the last one was, and now you have to uh, origin. Origin. Oh, okay. 
which is it it is a Robert Langston movie. So oh, it yeah. is it would be in the same because I think I, I think that the symbol one is not a Langston. Oh I yeah. Think um, I, I assume it's Dan Brown. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think I think uh, uh like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> um anyways, yeah, um origin and it's terrible. Yeah. Like, like, like I finished it and then I got like, rid of, got rid of it. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay. It's, because it's like, it, it's like, oh, this scientist figures out like the meaning of life or something like, kind of like this kind of thing. Like he figures it out. He cracks the code, you know, where the species has been and where it's heading and all of this stuff. And, you know, obviously, uh-oh, and then, you know, the church murders him or whatever, you know, that kind of nonsense. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, it turns out that he just, like, learn. he can just see, like, oh, the next race is computers because they're taking over. It's like, it's just this stupid, like, weird tech bullshit that you're just like, oh, yeah. this, is an, this is an old guy writing about technology and it's lame. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, so what was uh, what was the next part of your list there? You got, oh yeah, you're almost good. We were doing that one. Almost good. Did you want to yeah. keep going on the almost good? Nah, let's let's pick two. Let's pick two two terrible, two terrible ones. I had two. I wanted to pick from. And, and then we'll call it a day. With Johnny Depp. Which one? Think of time. With Johnny Depp. Oh, never saw that it. movie. Was it. fucking terrible. Like not even just like I wasn't into it. It was like fucking stupid. Just like everything <laughs> about it was so weird. Like they like kidnapped Johnny Depp's daughter. And it's Christopher Walken, and he's like, "All right, you have to kill this person, or else we're gonna kill you, Donna." And then Johnny Depp is going around doing stuff, but they have like checkpoints and like all these people watching him, and you don't really know. But then Christopher Walken is watching him the whole time, like following <laughs> him. Every time Johnny Depp looks at him, he like lifts his eyes and points at his watch, or like looks at him, like points at his eyes, like I'm watching you. And you're like, "Why do you have all these checkpoint people if you're gonna be following around the whole time?" And it was just like all this like really stupid stuff. Although we'll give him credit because Johnny Depp's name in it is not Nick. I thought it was going <laughs> to be. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then there's like this weird like dream in it where you're like, oh, good. Things are finally going to happen. That's like, oh, no, it was all a dream. <laughs> it was it was bad. It was like that, that, I was like, couldn't believe how fucking bad it was. My wife didn't like that, it. That totally that, out of this. <laughs> that director has had one hell of, had one hell of a career. Man, yeah, I saw that he's done a lot of good stuff. I think, yeah, because you know? he did like Saturday Night Fever oh, and man. Short Circuit <laughs> and War, War, Games. Games, War Games, which yeah. I also just saw. That was that was good. And what was the uh, uh, what's the one I'm thinking of with Roy Schneider? Schneider, Schneider, Schneider. The Blue Thunder. Blue Thunder. Yeah, I did Blue Thunder. I wasn't into that one. It was yeah. almost good though. Dan O'Bannon of Alien fame wrote that one. Yeah, yeah. Dan O'Bannon is the biggest pain in the fucking ass ever. Like yeah. on that making of Alien, the 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 on the DVD, it he makes it sound like these guys bought his script and they just fucking change it and they completely push them out and everything. <laughs> That's not what happened. Like when you read it and you're like, and they're like, oh, they kept him involved the whole yeah. thing. They brought him to script meetings. They didn't really change it. They just beefed I, it up and they made Alien. They made well, Alien good because his yeah. version was like a crappy sci-fi, and they like actually well, made it good. They, they, they're put. They just wrapped up the comic book series based off. Oh, like, yeah. remember when they did the Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. They did that with Alien. Just finished that up. Yeah, yeah. But the um, difference is, it's not really that different. <laughs> it's 
The dialogue's yeah. different, and the names yeah, are different, like, but the like, beats are all still there. Kind of, but like, you know, the, the, when you see it play out is kind of a different scenario than when you, you know, read uh, an outline of it or whatever. You know, like when you yeah. actually see it play out, it doesn't really feel like that movie at all. No. When, you, when it's when it's turned back into a visual medium. Well, the O'Bannon one is way more like sci-fi. They're like, oh, we're yeah. discovering life. We're on this new planet. And the alien one, they're like, yeah, we've done all that before. Yeah. <laughs> and it was then the what the new writers brought was the truckers in space element to it. And like kind of a corporate thing, which kind of makes that movie what it is. <laughs> and they like change all the dialogue because O'Bannon's dialogue wasn't very good. <laughs> and it was just funny. And they like kept him involved the whole time. <laughs> It was like, in like every single person is like, yeah, he was a character. <laughs> like nobody seems to like O'Bannon. And I was like, okay, good. I had the story wrong. It's so funny. There's so many people in that that didn't like each other, wouldn't talk to each other. Everybody <laughs> liked Ridley. Every single person loves Ridley. Like guys that won't talk to each other, they're all talk to Ridley. <laughs> like it's so funny. I was like, okay, good because I love Ridley. <laughs> oh. All right, one yeah. more, one more terrible one, one more terrible uh, one. We'll start wrapping. Fallen, Fallen Kingdom, the Jurassic World one. Oh yeah, the weird. The first time I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, that was all right." And then the second time, I was like, "This movie is so bad." <laughs> like everything, like everything that they that happens to make the plot advance is so fucking stupid. <laughs> just like it was just like the worst, worst way to make anything happen. It, it it's so funny because it's it definitely is a movie with. A- an identity crisis. Yeah. Um, because the first, the first half fine. and second, first half and second half are so completely removed from one another. Totally. Yeah. Uh, oh, cause yeah. the, cause the first half is like this clearly something more is going on than just, you know, Oh, we got to, you know, Oh, the Island is being destroyed and we got to sort of, you know, yeah, which is do, a good story. Yeah. But like, but and it has that alien, uh, sort of idea of like, oh, but here's Injin is also obviously, you know, something's yeah. going on there, uh, which is the typical Jurassic um, franchise sort of thing is like, yeah. there's always somebody with a nefarious ulterior motive. Yeah. And it's always Injin. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but then like, once you leave the island, it turns into this weird, hard sci-fi horror movie that yeah. like is so bizarre like it's like i if the entire movie were that second half just by itself yeah i'd probably be super into it Um, yeah they could have made it good but just like like i said all the writing that they took to advance the plot was so to get to to get to that point to get to the point where this movie is now a sci-fi horror film yeah. Is is weird because like there is a sort of two hour Jurassic World movie that is um like that part where it's like you have engine, they're doing this shady shit, they're selling these shady ass dinosaurs that they've created. They've created this monster dinosaur and like and now it's loose and they're trapped in this mansion and shit, and like that's a cool fucking idea for a movie. Oh, um, oh. Rewind that for a second. Okay, so they have the um, the auction, right? Because they yeah. stole dinosaurs and yeah. they're going to sell them yeah. on the black market or something. 
Nicolas Cage can even buy a fucking dinosaur bone without getting caught and having it confiscated. So they're going to yeah. have these live dinosaurs. But the whole reason they took the dinosaurs was so that they could create their own dinosaurs. Yeah. So why would they be selling dinosaurs when they're going to engineer their own? And then they have it engineered and they put it on the showroom and everyone's bidding for it. They're like, oh, no, this one isn't up for sale yet. And you're like, then why did you put it on the auction floor? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like so many stupid things happen because then the the dinosaur gets loose and that's what causes everything. Yeah. And you're like, why did you even show this to everybody? Like the scene where it's in like the bedroom hiding in the shadows and stuff is genuinely <laughs> fucking creepy. Yeah. Uh, it really comes across as an alien movie for some, some scenes <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. because because you know it's it's this it's this dinosaur that is lanky and slimy and black. Yeah. And it's like it's like a xenomorph. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But like when they do the big reveal of she's a human clone, it's just like, what the fuck does that even mean? How does yeah. what does that mean for Jurassic Park in any way, <laughs> shape, or form? You guys, why did not is this, this up in any way? <laughs> like, what does that mean for another movie? What could that possibly? What connection could that fucking be outside yeah. of like? And so, you know. Yeah, they needed a reason for her to push the button to let him out. <laughs> and it was like, oh, because she's a clone like them. So she... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the weirdest fucking thing. Like, yeah, you're I like, Chris like, Pratt, you are way too good for this movie. <laughs> is he, though? I mean... <laughs> he's good, he's good. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's cool, like, but it doesn't change the fact that he's great at it still. Oh, that's um, what I'm saying. He's, he's too. He's, yeah. No, yeah, no, he's way too good for that. Movie. And this is the guy that has been has in Guardians of the Galaxy. And what was the what was the bad move, bad sci-fi movie he was in? Uh, Arrival or something like not Arrival. I can't remember mm. the one where he. Wakes... was a bad sci-fi movie. He was. <laughs> yeah, it, there, there was yeah, I, with Jennifer Lawrence. With Jennifer Lawrence, where he wakes her up, dooming her to a <laughs> solitary life with Chris Pratt on a space station, like yeah. this weird, creepy stalker romance movie that. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see it, yeah. but um, I just it, I, I just it, saw it caught like the tail end of it because my dad was watching it a couple of days ago. And I'm Passenger, like, Passenger, that movie's so bad. I don't know where the fuck that came. from. Oh, this so is a life of not doing drugs. You have the brain cells to remember stupid ass movies that you will yeah. never ever see. <laughs> so many movies are burned into my brain just from wandering through the video <laughs> store. It's like that looks like shit. I'm never gonna watch that. Oh, I do that all the time. People like you like what you just said. Like, what is that movie? You know, with the guy from uh, this, and it was this, and then I say the movie. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. Remember when this happened? Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you know so much about it? I don't know. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I saw the preview. Like, it, it, it was it was it ran before every you know <laughs> fucking tr either movie because like like we will never forget the movie Van Helsing as long as we I was just live. With it, it, it's it's a movie well, it that was has a double. It was a double because the preview was on something, and then it was yeah. on the twenty before the yeah. Movie. It was on the it was on the pre roll and the trailer nonstop for like three months, uh, and th and that's being that's I think that's being forgiving when I say three yeah. months. It probably was and more that, than I, that. I, I think there was a good amount of movies we were seeing at that time. Yeah, so like a good time. It's just one of those things where it's just like. I have seen that movie twice, but it is 
burned into my brain as a movie that exists that nobody else would remember until you like make a joke about it. Like it's like if like Wolverine pops up in an X-Men movie and it's like, oh, there's Van Helsing or some bullshit, you know, like oh, that movie uh, forever uh, changed the word vanquish for me because not that you use vanquish very often, yeah. but they say that word like instead of kill or die, they say vanquish. Yeah. It's the it's that thing where you want to use old timey language, but don't want it to sound like Shakespeare. So uh, yeah, yeah. you don't want to say the or yeah, uh, you know, or, or he's verily. Super, or he's not he's not super killing them. He's vanquishing yeah, them. He's vanquishing them. <laughs> it's the super dead. Yeah, Van Helsing is a great idea. Terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, no, Van Helsing is one of the most endearing concepts of a character. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. every like so many characters are just Van Helsing in reality. Yeah. I mean, like whether it be you know Van Helsing in the mo- the book, you know, yeah. <laughs> or you know comic book characters. So many like you know Hellblazer. You know John Constantine is Van Helsing, oh, yeah. or uh, Blade, or um, like just yeah. There's or, like even like you know revenge thriller cowboys and things like that are all sort of similar to Van Helsing in a lot of ways. Like that character is sad. The fact that they, the fact that they haven't made a Van Helsing movie worth a shit is a crime. Like it's such a cool idea. Where he's like vampire hunter, monster hunter. And they like incorporate it all. Yeah. Just like, and especially like, you know, it's like a Van Helsing showing up in that dark universe shit that they were doing when they started it off with the mummy and we're going to make more of those things. Like inevitably I'm dead certain a Van Helsing was going to show up. In oh, yes. Like started and ended with the mummy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They keep like, they, they tried once and they're like, what's well, yeah. an orc. I guess we'll uh, not do anything. else. Yeah. It's so like, even Fox had the uh, fortitude. It's like, well, we had three failures of like Marvel movies, let's go one more, or whatever. Just yeah, yeah, which is saying a lot because oh, I guess that wasn't Disney then because Disney won't take a risk either. <laughs> well, I mean, they'll take a risk. I mean, there, there's no denying that they'll take a risk, but mm-hmm. they won't, they won't let you fail more than once or twice. Like, uh, okay, because like, because like, you know, uh, you know, like they gave up because. uh Solo was this like hard failure in a different kind of way. It was yeah. like every aspect of it was like they realized like we can't make movies this way. This doesn't work. These sort of like standalone serial kind of things and stuff like yeah. the way we make movies is a mess for this kind of idea. And mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's but you know, you know it, it, it you know it, they 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 will take definitely uh I mean, there's no reason why Guardians of the Galaxy should have ever been made. Yeah. And then it turned into one of the most endearing franchises, period. Uh, You know, it sucks, though, the guy that played Han, because he's really fucking good. He's really good. He's he's probably just going to be stuck. That probably just killed his career right there. Even though he's great, he's real good. I don't think it it will, because I think think Solo was such a... a different kind of disaster that nobody really thinks of him as being the problem. Okay, uh, I'm just. I'm, so, I hope he has a career because he's great. I watched him in a uh, Hail Caesar, which wasn't very good, but he was great. Oh yeah, I saw Hail Caesar a long time ago. Like, it's okay. There's an identity crisis too. Yeah, like <laughs> it is one of those things where it's like you know, a f- I like, see where you're coming a, from, but a little more time in the oven, you probably could have had something better, yeah. like a couple more passes at a script or something, and he probably yeah. would have. It's kind of the Cohen's current problem. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, 
uh, yeah, well, I'm trying to think of what Alden, whatever. I always Emmerich forget his last name. I, I, yeah, I, I don't forget his last name. I'm just like, I don't think I've ever heard it pronounced. So <laughs> I did hear uh, on the making of Jurassic World the director's name, which I've yeah. never heard, Colin Trevorrow. Oh, is it Trevorrow? Okay. Trevorrow, yeah. like tomorrow, but Trevorrow. Yeah. Chris, Pr- Chris Pratt says it, and he's like, hey, you said my name right. <laughs> I was like, okay, good. Hopefully I never forget that. And hopefully he makes more movies, so there's a reason to never forget it. <laughs> that's oh, that's what he he's that. done since Solo. He he did that. Well, the Trevorrow uh, uh, did that one movie because he was going to do Star Wars, and then it didn't do well. Then they like wouldn't let him. And you're like, he had one movie that was kind of weird <laughs> or whatever. Like, Give him a chance. <laughs> Jurassic World's good stuff. Well, I was like, I know he was in something that uh, Han Solo was in something after Solo that wasn't a movie. Uh, and he was he did that Brave New World TV show for Peacock. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see that. That nobody, that. That nobody liked. So uh, uh, his, yeah. if the, anything, the that would be the, if, if anything, that will be the death in his career because he, like. He just has bad taste. He just, yeah. <laughs> he just makes bad choices. He needs a better agent. <laughs> I mean, it'd be hard to have them say, hey, you want to be Han Solo? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. No, I don't blame him for saying yes to that, especially since he didn't have really a career before yeah. that. <laughs> so it makes sense to try and, you know, yeah, do something like that. But, um, uh, I'm looking at, like, the stuff that he was in beforehand, and it's like, oh, yeah, just a bunch of, like, beautiful creatures. <laughs> Remember beautiful creatures? Was that, was that the Peter Jackson one? That was the... Uh, Oh, heavenly creatures, or something. You're thinking of well. heavenly creatures. Uh, Beautiful creatures is a romantic gothic fantasy film uh, from my, 2009. My favorite, my favorite genre. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like the South Carolina like like devil worshiping cult kind of nonsense. <laughs> like it's just a weird shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> that doesn't sound appealing at all. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I can't. Re- there was nothing. Outside of Tenet, there was really nothing that I really sort of sat down and like, I like turned off. Like, uh, oh yeah, I, I, there, I, I'll end it with one movie that I saw, um, that uh, isn't really necessarily getting uh, a lot of um, uh, press. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's brand new. Came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and it's called Psycho Gorman. <laughs> so um, it is this absolutely bonkers, like it is a play on all of those um, B movies, like like the ones that are like almost kids movies, but not. And it's this like 90s stylized sci-fi horror fantasy movie where it's like, this little girl ends up with this like thing that lets her control this alien that's come to town. And it is like a, like, you know, not like ET or something, but like a big hulking, like humanoid alien. And it's violent and gory and sort of a little foul. And it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's really fucking good. It is really fucking good. It is silly. It's weird. Um, it, it, it's I'm trying to think of who's the guy that did it. Let's see if, uh, cause he does all of this kind of <laughs> bullshit. Uh, yeah. uh, he did leprechaun returns. Uh, Naturally. 
uh, his biggest movie was probably The Void from like 2016. Oh, with the tentacles coming the up. The tentacles thing. It looks like the Abyss poster, but yeah, uh, I want to see it. I just the poster look cool. Yeah, yeah that's a, I, that, The Void's cool. Um, it's definitely you know the movie I just described of Psycho Gorman and then like uh, Leprechaun Returns and stuff like. It is not going out to create any uh, big splash anywhere. But like it's yeah. it's definitely a genre film. Yeah. Um, and so, and was it like? And I think he was like the ABCs of Death Two or something, where he was like one of what? the what was because like the, the the cool thing about horror is that the 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 pictures that have just like the compilation, like just different like short films and stuff, that yeah. still exist. You know, ABCs yeah, of yeah. Death, VHS. You know, they like I said, they just did the new yeah. creep show shit. They just they keep doing that stuff, and so a lot of these directors kind of get their shot at making these sort of yeah. small little things that don't oh, take yeah. much time or effort uh, to make, and they pat- shove them into as all, all we all we ask for you is that you do it as a th- as if you fall within our theme. You know, like uh, v- yeah. the VHS the VHS movies. It's like we want like four or five or six different. Uh, horror short films and the only thing we ask is find a way to make them a uh, first person point of view and oh, yeah. that's 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 the rule as long as you figure out a way to make that movie a first person point of view you can kind of make whatever kind of horror oh, movie yeah. you need because they're just trying to make a and it's fun to watch them come up with different ways to have a movie exist through uh, the eyes yeah. of the character it's like sometimes it's a found footage movie sometimes it's this hard sci-fi thing where it's like oh, here's yeah. a prosthetic eye it's like it's recording everything you see we're doing this for research purposes because we need you know all kind of shit. Yeah, it's yeah. like we're filming a documentary or it's like we're just a bunch of idiot teens just doing our stupid bullshit no no yeah. aliens or whatever so yeah i think another movie worth mentioning that got a lot of bad press but does not deserve it is gemini man <laughs> will smith that was yeah. that was a fucking 90s action movie that was it's it's dumb but i don't mean that in a negative way in any way shape or form uh that's a cool movie that's fun yeah it's it was fun. cool yeah will, yeah will's great the action scenes are fucking killer like will smith is great will smith is great and will smith is great so uh that, that just goes without saying but this time you yeah. gotta say it three times yeah uh <laughs> it is funny because every time we saw that stand up we always we, it just we always say it every time now it's like this movie's good but you know what make it better well, <laughs> and it's like and they took it to heart with gemini man it's like this is a good movie but what if we had two will smiths yeah no you said that you said they they did that with aladdin they they took aladdin and they made the same thing but they put will smith in it yeah it's like you know aladdin was a great movie but there's something that aladdin was missing and that was will smith it just wasn't will smith enough there wasn't enough will smith in aladdin so we decided (laughs) we didn't know if he was gonna be a movie star at the time so we couldn't we couldn't take (laughs) We saw the Fresh Prince and said, "This is our genie in twenty-five years." <laughs> We're going to do a live action, so we don't lose any Will Smithness. We, yeah, and I love the fact that the Aladdin movie—it's like, listen, we're getting our Will Smith, and we're getting our Will Smith in a uh, hit rap number during the credits. Damn it! And they did. <laughs> so <laughs> we want to bring back that Wild Wild West flavor. Yeah, like you know what worked about Wild Wild West—the end credit song. That. The Men in Black end credit song still fucking whips ass. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that song yeah. is so good. <laughs> Wait, Wild Wild West was a song, right? Yeah, 
Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if wild, at this point West. I've just made them up in well, my mind, because <laughs> yeah, no. I, I yeah. think I do it for every Will Smith movie. Even Seven yeah. Pounds has an end credits Will Smith rap song. Yeah, where it's like he, where he's like he even like raps like John West, you know, where he's like he's doing the whole like, <laughs> yeah. Jim West. Wow, <laughs> like, he's just doing his whole like bullshit. Remember, yeah. That was a good song too, but like the best part of that movie was the one that was the song, yeah, because that all just had to do with Will Smith. Yeah, uh, you know we're past due for a sequel to the Millennium, so I feel like he needs to bring <laughs> us bring us back. He needs to. We're in a new era of America. We need we need the uh, Millennium Two whatever that may be. I don't know what it. Yeah, only Will knows what that is. Yeah. It's not Jaden Smith. What, one day, one day we're going to be sitting around and then there's going to be like a breaking news. Will Smith releases new album and we're all going to scramble to be the first one to listen to the new Will Smith People album. We're going to buy physical copies just so they can say that they yeah. own it. <laughs> I so can't wait. Can't wait. So yeah, Psycho right. Gorman was great. Yeah. So I said, you know, three hours is too much for a podcast and fucking there we're we just, are. 246. 246 my friend that is that doesn't really count as just under we're in the term of things here especially i'm going to add some music to the beginning of this about 45 add 45 seconds of one of your tracks to the beginning of this you only use 45 (laughs) seconds i'm gonna have to make this a lot shorter you are because i at best i do 45 seconds at the beginning and if i feel motivated enough i might throw 30 seconds at the end but uh I haven't keeping them around two minutes. I'm like, oh, I got to do a bridge. Ah, fuck well, it. It's only going to use so much. Well, of it. well, the thing is that, that, that it helps when you do the full length one because it ah. lets me find the part. Like, you don't you don't start from the beginning. You find the part where it's like, what's going to sound good thematically? So I can technically reuse some of your songs that have been used before, just from a completely different angle, and oh, it sounds nice. like a whole okay, new good. song. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just do what I'm going to do, and you do what you're going to do. Yeah. It's the it's 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 that's art, baby. <laughs> that was the first thing uh, with the idea of the podcast. So I was like, all right, I'll do it if I don't have to do any editing, and, and, I, resp- and, I, and I'm going to make music. Yeah, <laughs> it's my, my excuse for music. Yeah. And my response was, I don't do any editing anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> so you're fine. As long as I just record my voice and then use this as an excuse to make music, yeah. then I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just there we go. So yeah. That's that's we. I guess we talked about movies, man. I don't know anymore. I, this is just we a, talked about a lot of movies. Yeah, we just talked. This was, in case you're curious, when me and Jake talk on the phone, this is literally what the conversation is. I there's there's literally no difference. Yeah, this, this was literally just us having a phone conversation and talking, yeah. uh, recording it. Because uh, typically they're not as focused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just cut out two or three things. Like we didn't talk yeah. about. Uh, we didn't make any profile jokes. Uh, yeah, no family members. Yeah, no what's family. going on with my car? <laughs> yeah, we just trimmed the fat of like in the in the mildest way. There's about tw- more superficial than normal. Yeah, usually about 25 minutes of our personal stuff, and then the rest is just like. So I saw this movie, and then we just like, and then we'll either praise or talk shit about a director for the remaining like hour and a half and then we shift to another thing uh, which is basically <laughs> what we did here uh so <laughs> beautiful yep. uh peek into the size the mind of the creative process jake yep i think i know what the next movie we have to do is the, the singular focused movie that we have to do what's that uh it's something that has come up a couple of times 
not necessarily not necessarily the movie itself, but like uh, like throughout this, we've sort of flanked it a couple of times. And in conversations and stuff, we sort of flanked it. Even on this podcast, we sort of flanked it a couple of times. Because you said we should do Alien. But what can more can we talk about Alien? And I'm yeah. like, you're right. What more can we talk about Alien? Yeah. And the heart of the podcast has always been uh, movies that maybe haven't been seen as much. Or maybe people yeah. have a negative opinion of it. And we just want to try to like say, like, hey, uh. think about it from this angle or whatever. I and I think, no better movie, I think no better movie personifies that than Prometheus. Oh, Prometheus. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. I, I just got that on 4K. I need an excuse to watch it. I, I feel like I feel like Prometheus because that's a movie yeah, we that's, both... Yeah, that's great up our alley. We, we both absolutely fucking love that movie. Yeah. Everyone else seems to not e- e- either not think about that movie or fucking hate that movie. Um, luckily, I, one of my coworkers loves that movie too and was so mad when Alien Covenant came out because it's like you had a perfectly good fucking move, like launch point, so and much. then you, and then you shit on it immediately in Covenant. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so I think we should talk about Prometheus. Yeah, okay, I'm into Prometheus. Yeah, uh, Prometheus seems like the, yeah, Prometheus sort of stays at the heart of the show because and, and and goes into what we love because we love Alien. Yeah, we love that first movie. So does everybody else. So does everyone else. There has been countless. There's no fun talking about a movie that has the sort of it has has a prestige factor. Like there's a podcast that I listen to once in a while that went through like uh, the AFI 100 list. Like that's cool, but like we we know what makes movies tick. We know what makes like a good movie. Why it's over. Everyone knows the story behind Alien. Everyone knows why it was a big movie everyone knows like it just keeps you know it what what more can be said about alien but we have like prometheus which was the return to the alien franchise that yeah and and like going back going hard into its sci-fi roots this was kind of um, the last first and or i should say the last ridley movie where he fucking went all out yeah where, where he committed to um totally original being original and committed to his heart uh like this is the like to him this is what the alien movies were and then he then everyone was like boo and he was like oh man okay i'll make another one tell me what you want and then he made it and then everyone's like well this is boring it's like well no shit Uh (laughs) and then it seems like the nerds kind of turned around they're like okay i guess prometheus is good (laughs) prometheus is a good movie i mean like because like it's one you can you can pull poke holes at any fucking movie that has like weird like when especially when it's a sci-fi movie and it's like oh, you yeah. know it's it's playing with your conceptions a little bit like you know everyone will, will complain about the um the jockeys and like little things like that like the size of them and how they fluctuate stuff. They but like it, we'll, yeah, we'll get to it when we actually talk about yeah it. yeah yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think there's a lot to talk about with Prometheus, right. and it'll be a great excuse to watch Prometheus again because, like you, I uh, just recently got it, and so I need to watch Prometheus again. And it's overdue. I just—it's not been that long since I've watched Alien and Aliens. Yeah, I read the uh, Alien book, and then I watched it on 4K. Makes and sense then you it. watched, and then you watched Alien versus Predator to like really just like foul up the taste in your mouth. So now you need the now you need the cleanser of <laughs> yeah of the, of the good one. Of the good one of of Alien Three, <laughs> Alien Zero, yeah, Prometheus yeah. Alien Zero, yeah, Prometheus Alien Zero, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, Prometheus baby, right. there we go. I think that's a good call. 
But until then, thank you everyone for joining us. Keep uh, your stick on the ice. I don't know what the fuck to say at the end of this. Red Green, the old PBS Canadian skit. Duct tape, man. Duct tape, man. Yeah. All right, everyone. Goodbye.